Welcome to Lost, Lost in Comics, baby. In Comics, man. Issue 67. I am excited to make to make it to the show beyond 67. Guys, before we get carried away with this awesome freaking show we got, don't forget, like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that bell notification. Hit that thumb notification. <laughs> do it all, man. Do it all for us. <laughs> for you to help us out. Uh, don't forget we're on Twitter and Instagram. The in the link in the description of the of this show, we got all our social media links there for you. Our podcast, man, we got it all for you guys. So, uh, man, I'm excited. I'm excited right now. Super excited. Woo! I'm I'm going off. Man. You got you to get me out of control here, <laughs> man, bro. I feel like those of you don't who don't. I mean, I think everybody knows here. Oscar hasn't been with us in like two, three weeks ago. Was the last show you were with us. Dude, I feel like I'm I'm seeing my, my lover for the first time. Uh, this is just uh, it's, it's beautiful, man. I, I'm I'm happy to have you uh, yeah. on the show, man. I, I feel I feel kind of giddy. Uh, not only to have you, we got we got Victor Gishler in the house man, tonight. So uh, wow, man! I, this is this is uh, this show might be like four hours, guys. I'm just telling yeah, but, you. You know what? Let's do it, man. <laughs> Victor shaking his head in the back. He's like, no, yeah, no, no. Like, I'm not signed crazy. up for that. Yeah. So, uh, oh, man, man, we. As I mentioned a moment ago, guys, we have Victor Gishler in the house, writer of many Marvel comics, and he is currently writing uh, AWA's Man Man's World. We're going to talk to him in a few minutes. We're going to pick his brain a little bit, uh, a veteran in the comic industry. So excited to talk to him. We have yeah. a huge, 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 can't overstate it, huge announcement after the interview. So make sure you guys stick around. You are not going to want to miss that. Of course, we're going to have some new comic talk. Uh, and then we're going to have a little short discussion toward the end of the show here about the Snyder Cut Justice League movie. Just some thoughts, some notes. A little uh, something, the, yeah. Yeah, just a little something, something for you guys to take with you. Um, before we get all into it, let's uh, let's say hi to everybody in the chat really quick. All right. We got uh, Matt. I see you, Alina. I'm so glad you are here. Steve, <laughs> the other Steve. He's becoming a fixture. The, the other Steve. Steve oh, and Steve. <laughs> What's going on, guys? David Vargas. Man, David, I yeah, we're, we're gonna get to that in a little bit. We're gonna get to the Adam. We got grabs. We got. I'm like nervous. I, I feel like I I've been this in a while. I know. <laughs> I don't see. I'm, I'm, uh, I know. Andrew Poland. There you go. There oh, you Farkham. Go. We got Farkham. Go. Yeah, we missed you. Andrew, there What's you up, go. There you go. What's up, Andrew? All Andrew, right, man. So glad. It. So glad to uh, have everybody. Oh, we got spawners just came in. What spawners. is going on, spawners? Boy, oh, Rich man. there. Everybody's uh, in the house, man. Super excited. Yeah. 
So excited, man. Uh, sure. Before we get before we get too far into everything, let's just thank our sponsors for this issue, our contributors for issue 67 of Lost in Comics. BCW supplies the premier and downright best comic supply on the market in the world. If you aren't getting your comic supplies from BCW, you're not getting Lost in Comics the proper way. We are not. Right. And if you want to continue getting Lost in Comics, what's up next? Scout Comics, right? Who doesn't love Scout Comics? So you go to the website, you want anything in print, Man, what is it? Ten percent off. Ten percent off. Ten percent off, and you put in in all caps. Now, not all Captain Americas. I mean caps in letters. All right, lost in L O S T N caps, caps, caps. Ten percent off. Get your discount. Exactly. And guys, if you are a fan of toys, custom clay figures, one of a kind figures like uh, like this guy right here behind me. Uh, Batman, the Rappy the Flash we showed off last week. You got to get in contact with our buddy Lewis over at Shadow Rabbit Arts. Uh, mention that Lost in Comics sent you his way. He, not only will you get a great price, but he is going to get you into an exclusive Lost in Comics giveaway. So go to Instagram. He likes to be messaged on Instagram under Shadow Rabbit underscore Clay underscore Guy. So to piggyback off of this, so I I I, I was able to meet with Chris this week, and I got my yeah. my my Rappy the figure there now guys Very i wanted nice. to i want to i want to like you know plug this a little bit more real quick just so you understand yeah. this the the pictures don't do it justice okay uh it looks yeah. cool in pictures and that, but when you have this thing in your hand yes it's made of clay but these this thing is like like it's it's hard <laughs> it's hard like a real figure would be there's no bending it there's i mean this thing is freaking sturdy and so my desk where i keep all my stuff it's a metal desk and i didn't know and I put it down here, and then my wife came to check it out the other day, and it like stuck to the table, and so I found out that it's also magnetic base, so so I can't knock it off my desk, you know. But freaking awesome, guys, you know. So uh, definitely look into these figures, man. These things are pretty freaking awesome. So one of a kind, one of a kind, man. So yeah, that's all right. It, man. That's all I got for you. There you guys got it, uh, man. I'm so happy to have you on, Oscar. Just tell me briefly, how have you been, man? How you been surviving out there? I have been great, man. You know, knowing that I was going to be back on the show this week, I it's been a, it's been a, it's made yeah. the work days a lot easier. It's made just life a little easier knowing that I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on the show with you. We're gonna talk comics. We're gonna have an interview. We're gonna, I'm gonna be able to talk to the, the people in the chat again. Uh, man, you know, uh, it's it's very hard to find something negative, <laughs> negative right now. Yeah, so, yeah. Awesome, man, I'm, I, I'm 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 excited. How about you though? How about you? How's how's your week? Going? Same, same. If you guys didn't see on uh, Instagram and Twitter the other night, Oscar and I got together. It was that Tuesday night. Yeah, well, we got. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday night. We got torn up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had a great time. And just just getting to spend time with Oscar. We had some wings, and we got we hadn't been we hadn't done that in over a year since uh, COVID started. Yeah. Um, so it was that was awesome, man, and great, great had a great time, and we just it was refreshing. Sure, we're yeah. we're ready to hit the ground running with Lost in Comics, and you, we got a lot of things planned for you guys. Without further ado, man, let's do this thing. Oh, you ready? Yeah, here we go, guys. Hey, y'all, get ready for Victor Geschler. Check this out. What's up, LNC fam? I hope you're ready. You know how we do, man. We keep it rock steady. Now we got a guest that you might have heard. He's written all kinds of stories, got a gift with the words. It's a He's a man among men for Punisher, Max, Wolverine, X-Men, even some Conan, Deadpool, Merc with the mouth from east to west and north to south. You better ask somebody about 
That's right, rider of man's world. Yes, sir, the man of the hour. Welcome, Victor Geschler. What's up, man? Victor, who, who did that song? That. Oh man, yeah, that's that's part of the things that I I, I do for the show. Uh, you know, we we uh, yeah, yeah. That, so. <laughs> that's magnificent. That's awesome. That's that's a first for me. Um, I've been yelled at and <laughs> but not in song form. You know, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. some stuff on there I forgot I wrote too. That's cool. <laughs> man, no, that's awesome. I'm glad glad you like it, man. Awesome, Victor. Well, welcome to Lost in Comics, Victor. Man, we are so excited to have you here this evening. Um, man, we're going to get into it here in a minute, but it's just an honor, a privilege to have somebody in your stature coming onto Lost in Comics. Um, now, have you ever heard of Rappy the Flash, Victor? Uh, say that again? His name is Rappy the Flash. Have you heard of this before? I guess not. I'm sorry. So, so Rap no, it's okay. R Rappy the Flash, he is the fourth cousin of Barry Allen. And uh, he brings with him, he comes onto our show periodically, and basically what he does is he brings with him a set of questions uh, developed by the brilliant, the most brilliant scientist from Astrea Labs. That's the Spanish version of Star Labs. And uh, these, these questions, they're developed to test the essence, the true character of an individual. So no pressure. You just want to answer these questions as quickly as possible. They're going to be flash questions. It's not math. There's no math, right? There's no math involved. We, right. that, that's not us. We we suck at math, so that would not be. Uh, but welcome. This is uh, Rappy the Flash. He looks hey, what, what what's up, Victor? Uh, you know, Hello. I I I heard you don't like math, so I I instantly just erased it and I redid these questions. So there's no math, so you don't got to worry about it. Uh, but let's get into it, man. So uh, number one, okay. If you could, uh, if you could be any character from the, from any of the stories you've ever written for a day, who would it be? Oh man, you said of of what I've written. Mm. Be okay, well, um, I don't know. I guess Deadpool because I Deadpool. would because <laughs> I would awesome. I could do all kinds of stupid crap and not worry about dying. <laughs> you know, I could heal up and everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, my wife might finally think I was funny. Yeah, he's funnier than I am. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, number two, what's your favorite Rocky movie? One, I guess one. One. All right. Yeah. Uh, I like number three. three. I like Clubber Lang. Three's yeah. good, but one. Yeah. I guess. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, number three, the world is ending. You're locked inside a grocery store. What would be your comfort food to go out in style with? Um. Every bag of salt and vinegar potato chips. <laughs> nice. uh, and I guess if I can also get some beer to wash that down or some water. Hell, heck yeah, that's the way you Perfect. go. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Uh, number four, if you were given the chance to go back five years or go into the future five years, which would you choose? Now, do I age? If I go into the future five years, am I even older? Or no, I, man. I, no, you're, okay. you're only younger if you go back. I want to go. I, I'm going to go forward. I'm going to go forward. forward. All right. Because I want to skip because my, my son's about to take his driving test and a bunch nah. of stuff. I just want to skip, skip it. <laughs> all skip that. all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get to where it's all been done, you know. Yeah, yeah I, I hear that, man. Uh, so number five, uh, you know, did you ever celebrate Halloween as a kid? And if you did, what was your most favorite Halloween costume that you can remember? I, did, I mean, I did because I wanted candy. <laughs> but I rapidly, I, 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 that's kind of not my holiday, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of not a big, uh, 
I'm sure it was. I'm sure I had a bunch of generic costumes. <laughs> That that's cool. Hey, you said rapidly, so we'll just say it was the rapido, the rapido costume you had. It was, it yes, was great, right? That was it. That was it. <laughs> I remember right. now. All right. Uh, number six, you wake up in the zombie apocalypse. What's your weapon of choice? Uh, I, I want one of those flamers from Alien. You know, those <laughs> flamers. I want one of those. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> all right. Number seven, we're coming to the end now. Well, uh, okay, but I wanted to say more about that flamer, but all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, go for it. You tell us. You, you got to say about that. I think I'm a bad. I think I'm a bad shot with a flamer. You just kind of spray it around. Oh, you know, I don't. Spread. I think under a pressure situation, I would not be a marksman. <laughs> that's that's true, man. You you get it all with one with one swipe. Just spray right, it like bug spray. Just <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, so course, you're I'm sort of ruining the rapid part. Nah, of no, no. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it, it's Victor's world right now, man. So it don't matter. <laughs> uh, you're inserted into the group of friends on Man's World. All right. Are you more of a thinker, observer, or are you more action first, questions later kind of guy? I think I'm kind of that. Let's all get along, guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> sort of guy. That I'm an ineffectual guy that means well, but doesn't really get anything done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And the, and the last question: Who wins in a foot race? The Flash or Quicksilver? Um, I want to. I, I almost want to say Quicksilver because oh no, Marvel <laughs> paid me. Marvel paid me money. I've never worked for DC. Oh man! But as a growing up as a kid, I was far more aware of the Flash way before I even knew Quicksilver existed. Okay, I'm going to say the Flash. Yeah. Okay. I, Ooh, I won't tell. Man. I won't tell Barry, man. But you know, we'll we'll go with that. So. <laughs> It was fun, man. I got to get out of here, though, man. I'll see you. All right. He's, Who was he, that? Mask man. That's that's Rappy the Flash. He's yeah, in and yeah. out like a flash. Um, you would have been the first person to go against Rap, uh, the Flash if you would have answered Silver Surfer. And we've we've talked to several people on the show. So, man, whew, you saved yourself right there, Victor. Well, I thought he said Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Uh, yes, Quicksilver. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, I, 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 I might have blown that question. I think no. I'm probably. I, I haven't seen all your other guests or anything, but I'm probably the first guy to really drag down the rapid fire question format into uh, <laughs> a lot of stammering and indecision. So no, 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 you're you're just fine, sir. Actually, so, actually, you're, you're you were in the Speed Force doing that interview, so it it actually went just normal. So you've got nothing to worry about, man. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Victor, before we get into all business, talk comics, and talk about your new work. Uh, we like to begin by just getting to know you just a bit more on a personal level. Uh, we all know you as a writer. Uh, you're a veteran in the industry. Uh, so many great books. But what other responsibilities and jobs do you have in life outside of writing? I know you mentioned you have a wife, a son. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, uh, I used to teach at the, at the college level. But it's been a number of years since I've done that. I, I'm, I write full time and I've done that for a while now. Uh, but I have one son, uh, you know, and he's, we're doing this college application thing and I'm filling out the FAFSA parents, you know, parents with college yeah. age kids, maybe know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's just been so overwhelming and I feel like I'm yeah. proud of him because he's been getting some scholarship offers and things like that. And I feel like, well, I should get some offers because I did all this work. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so I, I'm, I'm, because I'm a writer. I have the stay at home schedule 
So I do a lot of the parenting. You know, my wife works. My wife's a great mom, but she works her butt off. And she doesn't have a flexible schedule like I do. So I do, I'm doing a lot of parenting and driving the boy to activities and things like that. So I'm real big into being dad right now, uh, mm-hmm. along with uh, being a writer. Um, and I'm also, a, I used to fancy myself like a like an amateur grill aficionado. So yeah. I kind of would strut around my charcoal grill like, yeah, meat, you know, and uh, <laughs> but I, my my big grill kind of rusted out, and I was like indecisive about buying a new grill. So I bought. So in my in 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 my indecision, I bought this like nineteen dollar Walmart, like the smallest. So so now I feel like whenever yeah. I look at it, I'm like, I don't feel like I'm living up to whom I'm supposed to be. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, that's a, another kind of long-winded way of saying I don't do a lot else. I write and then I cook and take my kid around to things. That's about it. I'm that, not very interesting. This is going to be the worst show you've ever done. No, that, I'm that not sounds, an interesting person. That sounds like the life right there, Victor. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Being able to parent, be at home, do what you love to do with your writing. And yep. you get to, I mean, you know, you got to get that pit, obviously. So once you do that, you're going to have it all going for you. I mean, you know... I, I keep I keep having things I keep picturing myself with a bunch of bricks and building a thing and I hurt myself. I'll just hurt myself if I try to do that. It's funny because I remember I was doing some research for this uh for the show here and I did see I think it was on Amazon. Uh, I was looking at your books on Amazon and it said that you were a barbecue aficionado. Yeah. So I I have to ask you, you know, Oscar and I are both from Texas. Have you ever had Texas barbecue? Oh, I don't have to have Texas barbecue. I used to live in Oklahoma, and I've had Oklahoma barbecue. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, begs to differ there, but uh... and I have family in Memphis, <laughs> so I had Memphis barbecue. Okay, okay. okay. I actually, have had Texas. I actually have had Texas barbecue, and I still remember years ago having some goat, and it was the best. It was awesome. It was awesome. And I don't know if I could get my hands on a goat, I would give yeah. it a shot, but I don't know where to get a goat. Yeah, no, that's cool. I, yeah, I was about to log off with that Oklahoma statement, man. But uh, you know, you're forgiving with the Memphis thing. <laughs> Texas don't like Oklahoma people, man. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, that's why I said that. I don't know why that is here, but yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it's all good, man. Um, you know, before we get in, you know, we're gonna get into some specifics about your work, but I, I want to take it back for a moment, Victor. You know, what and when was your earliest memory of picking up a comic book, and was there a character or story that just really drew you into comics? I my first memory of comics was being a, I mean, like three. Wow. And my grandmother, I was sitting with my grandmother, and she had a Dennis the Menace comic book. And was reading it to me, and I was looking at it. And to my three-year-old self, I was about to piss my pants. I was laughing so hard because of how funny. Oh, did you see what Dennis the Menace was doing to Mister Wilson? Oh my God! And then it was just, and I, and I just remember that vivid comic book experience. And you know, three-year-old, it's not hard to make a three-year-old laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but then later on, I mean, my first experience of like the next level like superhero comics and things like that i remember going into uh convenience stores because now you go you got to go to a comic book shop a proper comic book shop but they would just be jammed in a rack in a convenience store like 
just I just remember hundreds of them, and there would be like you know Spider Man and the Hulk and things like that, but also right. like weird war tales and you know Western tales and Sergeant Rock and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just remember loving whenever we would go to the convenience store because you know my mom would need coffee or something and i'm and i'd be like yes the convenience store because i'd run over there and that'd be that whole rack and it, it, those colors just leapt out and that art leapt out and i i mean i just remember thinking like oh can i get 10 can i get 20 can i and they, and they were like a quarter so <laughs> you know um so i remember you know i remember my grandma reading to me i remember being excited to go to the convenience store i mean those were like my earliest memories of mm. comic books that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I, every time, you know, we're I'm I'm 32, Victor. Um, so I never had that opportunity, you know, to go to a, 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 a convenience store like that and to have comics available like that. But I hear that those stories often. Um, and, and I I'm, I'm kind of jealous. That is just an awesome thing. I, and I was never introduced to a comic book shop uh, until later on in my life. Um, so, man, that like I said, I just I love those those type of stories. Um, do you recall when and where the desire to be a writer sprung sprung up in your life? Um, when I was in f- when I was in first grade, and this is going to show you how this was a, a different time. Hmm. Um, when I was in first grade, we did a an, like an arts crafts project where we took pages and glued them together, and we put material on the outside. We kind of made our own book, hmm. and well. The, the pages were blank. So after we did the arts and crafts part of making our own book, we had to write our story and write pictures and stuff in. And I wrote a story about detective, a detective who was hired to find these missing donuts. And it turns <laughs> out these donuts were stolen by some dwarves and taken to the woods. Mm. And so my detective found the don't followed the trail of crumbs, found the dwarves, and of course, like any responsible detective, called in a squad of cops to come and gun down all the dwarves <laughs> in nice. just the bloodiest. Nice. And I'm in first grade, and now in first grade, they'd come uh, take me away and say, "This yeah. kid needs awesome. someone needs to look after this kid." <laughs> yeah. But in 19, you know, 70, whatever, it was like. Yeah. Oh, how creative! Look, he used his crayon. Great. You would get canceled now, man. Chief. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But that was, but, but I enjoyed that story, and I because it was art together with the words and everything, and and then later in high school I would write stories with my friends as the characters. I found that they'd want they if I wrote stories just stories they were like that's cute great good for you, but if I wrote them as characters they wanted to read the stories like oh do you got right. the next issue yeah. you got the next episode because they wanted yeah. to see what happened to them, so. Yeah. Um, so I always wanted to be a writer from a lot, just because I like stories. I didn't think about it as being a writer. Right. I think I thought about it as stories, you know, and that that was what attracted me. Yeah, I love that. I'm something that, of, a, of, a, of a detective myself, man. Whenever there's donuts around, I always seem to find them. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that, I love I love how specific those memories are for you, Victor, yeah. and that, that that really shows me how you. I mean, that true love for writing, how early it began in your life, and how you've you've stayed true to that throughout your whole life, and had that opportunity to to continue to be a writer. It's that's that's incredible. And you you, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was just gonna say 
they were and you know you're right they are very specific but mm-hmm. I, I something that happened like last week i got to really strain yeah, exactly. to remember like what happened how did we do that you know what did i have yeah. for breakfast i don't know but but no they are vivid memories that's awesome and you have an incredible resume i mean not only in comics but you've written novels that have been nominated for awards uh, books that have been optioned for screenplay um, I know being a creative writer is, is, is a grind. You know, how, how do you personally keep up, keep the pedal to the metal, continue to stay focused and motivated after all these years of creating and, of course, having a family? What, what, what is it that keeps you pushing, man? You know, um, changing it up a little bit. I think, I think maybe a smarter financial thing would have been to establish myself as this kind of writer or that kind of writer, but, you know, I wrote some crime thrillers, some sort of gritty, noir, irreverent crime thrillers. And then after a while I thought, you know what I want to do? I, I want to write fantasy now with swords and wizards and stuff. And, yeah. and I'm about to, and I don't want to give anything away, but I'm, a, I'm like this close. Where's the camera? That close. I'm this close to starting in a new genre and writing some books in a, in a new genre. So I just, I feel like I ju- I throw myself at something and then I kind of run out of steam. I put I put myself into it and I'm like, wow, that was great. And I start to run out of steam a little bit. But then I but then when I change it up, I'm like, oh, this is new. You know, this is cool. Yeah. I always wanted to do this, and now I get to do yeah. this, and it's a it re-energizes me. So um yeah. have you know, being able to do a lot of different things. I think do you know a writer named Joe Lansdale at all? There's yeah. a writer named yeah. There's a writer named Joe Lansdale, and I just always thought that guy's great. He can he can write almost a bunch of horror or crime or mystery or or science fiction or novels or comic books, and I always thought that was a a great way to be, be to just be able to do something like that. And I guess I'm on my way to being like that. That's Very awesome. nice. Very nice. Um, I want to talk about Marvel a little bit before we get into what you're doing now. Uh, am I correct in saying that Punisher Max Special Little Black Book number one was your first published work at Marvel? Is that is that accurate? That is my first ever comic that I ever wrote ever, and I re- I, I remember having this conversation with somebody and saying uh, that that was my first comic book, and somebody else jumped in and said. I saw that comic for sale at a comic book shop for a hundred dollars because it's your first comic. And I'm like, wow, hundred dollars. And I went on eBay, like yeah. I went and looked it up and you can get one for like six bucks. And I'm like, okay, well, someone thinks it's worth a hundred dollars. I don't know if that's true or not, but, but yeah. um, that was probably the best learning experience because um. Punisher was kind of already in my wheelhouse mm. in my novels. I didn't have like a Punisher character necessarily, but I, that vibe was kind yeah. of there already. So I feel like that was a really fortunate introduction for me into comic books was to be able to write Punisher. And that, you know, you said it right there, but a lot of writers nowadays, they kind of have to make their way through uh, getting their own books published through in, either indie creators or doing some type of web comic, things like that. Mm-hmm. For this to be your first work, it, you get to go right into Marvel, right at the Punisher. I mean, 
do you recall that the feeling of just the excitement, the experience of being like, man, I'm writing not only a Marvel character, but an iconic character like the Punisher. Do, do you recall like just how excited you were with the feeling? It was, was like? it was very exciting because as a kid, uh, back when Jim Shooter was um, editor in chief of Marvel comics, mm -hmm. my brother and I, my brother had how to draw the Marvel way or something. Yeah, yeah. And I wrote and we wrote, and we made up characters. And we would, and it was like it was so ridiculous. I, mean, I we had all these pages like, and I wrote in pencil, and he had, and we'd fold them up and jam them in an envelope, and this send this big thick envelope off to Marvel. Like we invented these characters, and <laughs> I'm like eight, and Jim Shooter or somebody on his staff probably wrote a nice letter back. Oh, we don't need Fire Lord right now, but thank you <laughs> yeah. and keep reading. Thank you for your interest. And I remember. Uh, just thinking, oh my God, that eight-year-old has finally did it. Mm -hmm. I was eight and I was sending stuff off to, and now I finally did it. And it was years later, I was at um, San Diego Comic-Con. Mm. And it was nuts. It was my first San Diego Comic-Con. My first one, it was nuts. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. this is overwhelming. And I had to like get away. And I like got out of the convention center. I went, whatever that what's that hotel, the Marriott or something. There's like a Marriott or some big hotel next door. And I went over next door and I found a lounge and I got, I sat up at the bar. Like, you know, there's a guy here and a guy there, but there happened to be one open seat. I sat down at the bar and I'm like, Oh man, I just need to rest. Give me a beer. Just let me rest a little bit. This place is nuts. And the guy next to me is like, are you, are you like, you, you, it's, it's wearing you down, huh? And I'm like, Oh man, it's crazy. He's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I've been coming to this thing a, a long time and it'll, you get used to it or, you know, or you more not, whatever. And I looked down at his name tag and it says Jim Shooter on his name tag. And oh, I wow. told him the same damn story <laughs> I just told you. And I said, oh, my God, when I was eight, I sent you stuff. And oh, he's man. like, oh, yeah, a lot of kids sent us stuff. And he was he was nice yeah. and everything, you know. So Dude, that I felt is... like I'd, I'd come full circle. I'd come full circle. I was writing comics and I met Jim Shooter. And, okay, nerd, nerd me was happy. Man, that's a that is a that's a great story, man. Wow. Uh, I know you, you got you, and you also you I mean you did you've done so much work. I, I would love to go through all of it, but I was going through the da the database of books that you wrote, and I was like, holy moly, dude! This you have written uh, you wrote a lot. Um, you got to spend a lot of time. You mentioned a little bit ago about Deadpool, uh, and so you, you got to play around in that toy box for a while. Specifically, you wrote one of the most iconic Deadpool runs of all time. It's uh, Mark with a Mouth in 2010. You see those covers. Uh, you, when, I, when we see them, we know exactly what they are. We know what run it is. What was your approach in writing a character who at the time was not all that popular um, before his big screen debut? I mean, you get to write him before the movie. Uh, it, he was, I mean, was I, I know what you're saying. I, I mean, I think he was popular in the context of comics. In the comic, I mean, yeah. Maybe not in the bigger world, I you know, but Mainstream, um, yeah. But no, I you know, um, I was just uh, Deadpool was kind of a Deadpool was kind of a good fit for me in the you know Punisher was a good fit for me because of the grittiness and the you know the violence and Deadpool was just my kind of humor. I felt like I was in touch with that kind of humor or I hoped I was, and I tried, I tried to be. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like 
when I first really felt I was doing it right or that I was happy with what I was doing was when the art started coming back from Bong Dazzo, who was the the series, you know, the, the artist for that series. And he's passed away now. And I was so sorry to hear that because yeah. I, I feel like he was living right here in my brain. Mm. He would, that art would come back and it was like, that it was like every page was like, I get what you're doing. I get what yeah. you're doing and I'm drawing it there. I just drew what you wanted, didn't I? Yeah. Oh my God. It's perfect. It's just what I wanted. Yeah. Um, so it was almost because how great the artist was getting what I wanted and giving me even better than what I wanted that I felt like, okay, I, man, I'm doing this. This is mm -hmm. working, you know? And, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should have, uh, probably the editor should tell me if it's working or not, you know, or something. Yeah. But so for some reason, I just, I don't know. I, I miss Bong. I mean, we, we never had a chance to work together again. It would have been nice. Man. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it, it's an iconic, uh, you see that I think Oscar has all the covers, right? You have them yeah, posted on say, your wall somewhere. I, been over, I have all of them on my wall. I don't know. I don't know if I could turn my computer enough to see it, <laughs> yeah. but I have all the, I love all those covers, man. So I have them all on my wall and I love Deadpool too. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you did all this fantastic work at Marvel. I remember one of the last things I read from your Marvel, your time at Marvel was the Spirits of Vengeance, which we put in the intro, Oscar put in the intro there. Mm -hmm. It was one of my favorite books at the time. Um, so, I mean, we look we look at all these books. I told you, you got a whole database. You know, if you don't mind me asking, Victor, uh, you know, why, are, why aren't we seeing more Victor Gishler goodness coming off the pages of Marvel anymore? Oh, I don't, they, they don't. If they want me, they know where to find me. You know, I mean, okay. I don't, um, I don't pitch. I don't pitch comic books. Yeah. Uh, I, maybe it wouldn't matter. Maybe if I pitched a bunch of comic books, they'd say no thanks, and I wouldn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I. Um, what happens is, I wake up in the morning, and if somebody has emailed me and said, "Write a comic book for us," I'm like, "Oh, that's nice. Thank yeah. you." And I and I and I do that. I mean. Um, so I'm like, like, well, and, and I'm sure you'll ask me about man's world in a little bit, but, Absolutely. um, you know, I, I worked with Axel Alonso at Marvel. So when man or when AWA kind of got started, I got a call and it was like, Hey, wait, let's, let's get together on something. And, uh, eventually that came together. So I, I'm with my novels, when I'm writing one of my novels, I'm pretty proactive. I'm like. My agent is probably sick of getting emails from me. Like, <laughs> I want to write this, and then I want to send it to this publisher. Let's do this tomorrow. Yeah. So I, I'm really proactive. The comic books, um, I love writing the comic books, but I, I'm kind of just there. And when they tap me on the shoulder and say, we think this might be good for you, I'm like, great, good. And if not, then I'm back. I go back to whatever novel I'm working on and get that going. Do you have a preference as far as which? You know, um, I used to say that it was hard because there were things I liked about both mm -hmm. and that it was hard to choose. But now if you absolutely made me choose for practical purposes, not yeah. fun purposes or artistic purposes, but for practical reasons, uh, novel writing. Mm. Because... I've had so many projects, like creator-owned projects, where, well, where'd the colorist go? 
or where, how do I, how, how, where do I get a letterer? You know, just, 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 yeah. just like, oh, there's a lot of pieces teamwork. There's a lot yeah. of teamwork involved in making a comic work properly. Mm. Whereas with a novel, it's just you. And <laughs> I'm just, it's, I just think you got a novel. I've done it. I, if I show up for work, there's a novel. So, um, like I said, for practical purposes. Now, what's unfortunate about writing a novel is nobody draws anything when I write a novel. Right. And it's a real treat. It's a real treat, man, to to write a script and have a professional, good, talented artist take that and make something. And that is cool. It's when you open up your inbox and you see what the artist has done, that is awesome. And you don't get that. You don't get that with a novel. So, but for practical, purely practicality, I got to go with writing novels. <laughs> Very nice, man. Very nice. You know, it, it's funny. When I was a kid, I remember reading larger books, you know, like no, you know, no art in the book. And as I've gotten older, I've gravitated to graphic novels and, and comics. Uh, and maybe it's because it helps my brain <laughs> imagine, you know, I can see the page. I can kind of see these things come to life. I can still use my imagination as to what, you know, where those things go. But, um, but yeah, I just, just a side note, you know, for, as we, as we get older, for some reason, we actually revert back to those pictures. <laughs> we, we, the art <laughs> is just, it's just beautiful. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. So, um, but you know, Victor, you mentioned it a moment ago and, and the real reason that we really wanted you on the show is to talk about your current AWA comic, uh, man's world. Yeah. Now, Oscar and I, man, we, we've been on record on this show, of saying that this is one of the best comics of 2021. I, I don't think that enough people are talking about it and more people should be raving about this comic. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, first off, yeah, you mentioned it a little bit ago. I just kind of want to go into a little bit more. Um, I want to talk about AWA for a moment. Since since the, the launch last March, uh, right during the pandemic, uh, mm -hmm. we've been strong advocates for AWA. I think the stories are solid. Um, they're typically the four to six issues and you get so much bang for your buck. Uh, we are really huge fans of what's happening at AWA. Uh, I know you did plenty of work with Axel over at Marvel. Uh, how did that process go for you getting on board here with AWA? Did he just give you a call? Did you guys have dinner? What was that? What did that go like? Well, yeah, he gave me a call uh, when they were putting AWA together. Okay. And he said, okay, just giving you a heads up. I'm, I'm letting, I'm letting, creative people know that this is might be something where you'll maybe come do something with us and giving you a notice. And I'm like, okay, cool. And, yeah. um, and you know, I kind of kept my eye on things and everything. And then when it came time, you know, we sort of developed this idea and that's, that's one of the things about that I really like about working with Axel is we can take a little acorn seed of an idea and bounce it back and forth. And then it, and it, grows into something yeah. you know spirits of vengeance you, you were talking about spirits of vengeance yeah. uh when axel and i were kind of getting that together i said i have a an idea for a novel that kind of fell through and about this uh it was about this boxer who who, who killed a guy in a ring just big mm -hmm. brood of his name was bruiser malloy big bruiser of a boxer killed a guy in the ring felt bad about it went off and became a priest and he's not the best priest but he's trying but he they, somebody gives him these silver knuckles and they're the judas knuckles their knuckles melted down from the judas silver oh wow and he 
he does, you know, he fights evil with these knuckles or whatever. And then the, the, the ads is a lot of blah, blah, blah. But yeah. that core, I said, I, but, but that fell through that publisher I was talking to, it kind of fell through. And I, and I told Axel, I said, well, what about something with like this, with the silver? And that was the sort of the core. That was the sort of jumping off point for that run of spirits of vengeance. And we went back and forth and well, Okay, so he's got this Judas, Judas silver, and it's being weaponized. And how are we going to do that? And what mm. what characters? And if you read it, you see how it came out. Yeah. Yep. So I've gotten very happy with that creative process with him, where I'll he'll have an idea, or I'll have an idea, and we'll just bounce it back and forth until it's some it's something. It goes from kind of a vague notion to something that we can work with. So. It started with just a phone call, making me aware that the AWA was happening. And then eventually we got to Man's World. I know we got the Spirits of Vengeance, the story you're just kind of talking about, but I still want that story, Victor, with the boxer turned priest. Man, that would be, that, that sounds I, really cool, man. I wrote, um, I wrote like some sample chapters and I wrote it up. And it was like this middleman guy who was working with this publisher. And this middleman guy was like, oh, my God, yes. And he, he gave yeah. those chapters to the the publisher. And the publisher was like, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. And then like a month later, it was like, ah, you know, oh, we're kind of our, our publishing house. is not. We're not doing so well. We got to do some, you know, it just it just like went something happened over there. Okay. And, I, and it was like, OK, well, I'll go away now. You know, but yeah. but man, I want I I kind of think about that boxer once in a while too. I wouldn't yeah. Yeah. Well, now you're thinking about it. Maybe go ahead and maybe tell Axel about it. Maybe we'll we'll get sure. that ball rolling here in 2022. <laughs> maybe that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, so let's get into Man's World. Can you share with us just the inspiration for the book? Where where did the idea come from? Well, we the 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 acorn of the idea was what about what about the movie Deliverance, but mm. on a far uh, planet in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, okay. And then, it, and then I brought up like, did you ever see a movie called um, "The Naked Prey" with Cornell Wilde? It was about this guy in Africa. He's on safari in Africa, hmm. and the the locals like take him, and they kill everybody, and they let him go. Hmm. They like let him go. They get like, well, you got a head start. We're giving you a head start, and then we're gonna chase you through the jungle with spears for sport. Hmm. And so, uh, so we started referencing those kind of things okay and oh yeah go ahead i was gonna say there was an there was a movie i think in the early 90s i think uh, called judgment night with emilio emilio estevez and uh <laughs> and uh, cuba gooding jr and mm -hmm. it's about a group of guys who go out and they get they're going to a football game and they get sidetracked and they wind up in a bad neighborhood and the locals <laughs> come out after them and it, it, it reminded me of that as well but uh, oh man yeah, well yeah. i should have I should have. Uh, is that were they in like a camper or something? Yeah, like a like an. I RV think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, yeah. cool. Yeah, so so I totally stole all these ideas. I have no good. Uh, oh, yeah. I totally ripped all these things off. No, but you know we all have influences. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're like, definitely. okay, what if we take that DNA and we put it on a new planet? And, and um, okay, well, we all got. Okay, I'm not gonna say we all got, but. Many of us have that guy friend that's trying a little too hard with his testosterone, you know. And, yeah. And then we all got 
you know, you know, we got a group of friends. I'm like, okay, so we had this group of friends and we wanted to like, okay, here's the guy. Maybe he's got a little toxic masculinity going and he gets him into mm-hmm. trouble. And then you got the other guy that's sort of the, you know, the intellectual and he's yeah. all, he, he wants to be the civilized person, but he's in yeah. a place that's not civilized. So that's not working. And then we wanted to have some class, some class issues, you know, some talk about privilege, privilege a little bit. But the thing is, we didn't want to, we wanted those issues to be there, but in the context of an adventure, you know, like we didn't want a character to, to say, hey, that's toxic masculinity. You should stop mm-hmm. that. You know, I'm, right. let's not be that obvious, you know, I mean, so. Right. So there was a whole big soup of items that we felt, okay, let's not be preachy about it, but let's, let's have those things be in there, you know? Right. And it does feel natural. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like that at all. Um, but you, you definitely get that from some of the characters, like the, the Duncan character. He's, uh, you know, he, he's like that, like, there we go. Oh, there we go. Steve says it. <laughs> Let's be honest, Duncan is the douchey <laughs> version of The Rock, right? And the badass leader on the other side is Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when we read this book, it, it just feels so relatable. It feels like that yeah. like that group of bros that you that you stay attached with your whole life. The, those few relationships that no matter what, they, they last the test of time. Uh, were any of these characters based off real relationships that, that you have in real life, Victor? Like... In a super toned down mm. way, uh, you know, a little, yeah. but you know, not on a one to one basis. You know, like, like, oh, Duncan's my friend Steve. You know, yeah. or, or, or you know, Larry's my friend Joe. You know, you know. <laughs> but I, but I definitely drew on times when I was with a group of guys. That's awesome. And I, and I thought okay, you're going a little overboard here or something like that. And, you know, I've certainly probably followed along with some, some bullshit I shouldn't have because my buddy was like, come on, you know, (laughs) one more beer and let's go do this thing over here. Oh, that's a bad idea. uh, Come on, we'll have fun. Okay. That's Oscar for you right there. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and I think, I think I kind of, I want to think that I grew out of it, you know, dumb being an idiot, you know, being an idiot guy or something, but, but a lot of, maybe a lot of guys don't, you know, I think, I think in this group we see, it's like you said, those bros you've grown up with. And yeah. it's like, why am I friends with this guy? Well, because I've always been friends with this guy. But would I be <laughs> friends with this guy if I met him today? Would I be friends right. with this guy? You know, so. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to. But I tell you what, I didn't want to think of. I didn't want to think of any of these characters as like, here are the good guys in the white hats. And here are the bad guys in the black hats. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't want it to be. You know, we can definitely see bad behavior. We can definitely yeah. see things that shouldn't be happening. And mm-hmm. uh, but I, I I wanted it to be characters, not good guys and bad guys. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's one thing that I really loved the story too. Is that's the first thing that really grabbed me was the characters. I really love when there's a range of of personalities 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and then how it's written, like you're mentioning the friend, you know, like they probably wouldn't be friends if, if it was now, you know? Uh, and I see like the, one of the characters is like, always kind of, he's kind of complaining about his friend, you know, kind of being an alpha male and a big jerk, but he accepts him, you know, and it, it's kind of awesome, you know? So, but uh, yeah, 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 I, I, really love the story. yeah, I just, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't have seemed natural if, if five pages into the first issue, he just says, I've had enough of you, sir. I'm leaving now. You know, I'm just, just yeah. you know, you put, there is a line right. where you can't put up with yeah. some kind of behavior, but you put up with a lot from your mm-hmm. friends because you've always known them, you know, and you try to still be a friend. I don't know. It's complicated. Yeah. It's complicated. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's at the end of the day, that's what people are in the relationships. People yeah. are complex or complicated. And what I love about the way you write these characters, yes, like one of them, you know, Duncan can be a bit of a douchey character, but then uh, there's other moments where you kind of relate to him in some, you know, in some form or fashion and you kind of, and you go back and forth. And the, I think the best stories are like that, where it's not just black and white, you know, this character's this and this person's this. Um, so I love, I love the way you're writing the characters. I, you know, I appreciate it. I appreciate that. I, I, I felt I, I worked really closely with the editors, uh, not just uh, Axel, but the other editors. There's a whole team of people that there's a whole team of people at AWA that care about these books and want them to be quality. Mm. And I just felt we all of us were on the same page the whole time uh, to have the story and art and everything and yeah. just come out as well as we could get it. Awesome. Now the world itself, man's world, it's based in the future. I personally imagine like a, a Westworld type vibe. I don't know if you've seen Westworld, but yeah, uh, yeah. when you enter man's world, completely separated from the world that, that we know, adventure and pleasure are at your fingertips. I mean, uh, you know, Elon Musk, he's going to colonize Mars someday. Maybe we see a man's world uh, on another planet one day. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there's, so, is there's no other reason to, have, to really uh, colonize another planet, is there? I mean... Yeah, I mean, natural resources. Who cares? Let's uh, have a pleasure world. Right. No I, no, I don't. I don't know what Elon Musk is up to, but uh, <laughs> yeah. um, didn't he? Didn't he like send a Corvette through space with a? I believe so. Didn't he do that? Yeah. So yeah. He's, you don't he's know what he's. Off. You don't know what he. When he gets a hold of Mars, you don't know what he's going to yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, you know, one of the other things that I absolutely love about the book is is the pacing. I think there's no panels wasted. Uh, you get these the punched in the gut with the story, the action, adventure, every single page. Um, do you think the short series format, the limited issues, it, that it helps with the pacing of the story? Because you just gotta, you just gotta go for it right away. It helps me. I know mm-hmm. it helps me because I can get my head around four to six issues a lot better than some long run. You know, right. like. I, I see the line. I see the through line. Like, here's where right. we start. We're trying to get over here. And it's, I just find it more manageable. It's what I, I, I did. Um, I've done a number of four to six issue mm-hmm. things and I've done long-term things. And I find that uh, my skill set is better for like four to six issues. That's where I want to be, honestly. Awesome. Very cool. I think uh, I think that your story with uh, Nico Walters' art I think it's a perfect combination. Uh, some of those violent, you know, bloody panels, the 
the the panel where he gets punched in the jaw. I mean, those those panels they stay etched in your mind. Yeah. Uh, what was this? Was this your first time working with Nico? And and how's that? Yeah, experience no, it, it, it's been my first time. I'd love to, to work with him again. I think he he is a good fit for the the book. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that 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 what's funny about that panel you mentioned with the jaw. Yeah. Is um, like when I wrote it, it was he gets hit and some blood comes out and you know yeah and then the editor was like well what if we go a little further with that and then by the time <laughs> nico drew it oh man it just was like a man it was pretty bloody and brutal man yeah. <laughs> well i loved it so, then, so. <laughs> no no i mean it was no it was like because i i i was kind of going to tame with it you know um you know that is that is one thing i like If a collaboration doesn't work, then it's it's one of those too many chefs in the kitchen kind of situation. But when everybody's vibe is all kind of synced up, then that's where mm. the collaboration is, where the 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 thing you are creating is bigger and better mm. than the individual parts, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think this is a book where we all kind of synced and we were, we're working together really well. Nico's art's great. Snake bites colors are great. You know, it's all, it was good, man. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed working on that book. I enjoyed seeing how it came out. We do too. And we, we really, really do Victor. Uh, I I wanna, that. yeah, cool. we want to take a few uh, questions from the chat before we, before we get you out of here. Uh, comic burrito asked, could man's world be a book with seasons like year zero? I actually floated a um, like in a very casual way. I floated a uh, like not necessarily bringing back the same characters, but another book in that world. Um, and uh, I just kind of never followed up on it. I, I might, but that's all just to say that that I have thought of it. I have thought okay. of more in that in that world. Um, Man, but just so many projects and I'm being pulled in so many different directions. I feel like it's hard to like focus on on something sometimes. But but I have thought of along those lines. Okay, excellent. Is there any other? If anybody else has any questions, post them yeah. right now. Um, I didn't see any other. So, but you know, I just want to tell you, uh, Victor. I think again, I think this is an underrated comic so far. Um, yeah, we, like I said, we've been, we've been talking about it. There's, there's two issues that have come out one and two. The third issue comes out next Wednesday, next new comic book day. So anybody watching right now, uh, live, anybody that's, uh, watching this on the replay, you know, get the first two issues and then you, yeah. you'll be caught up uh, next week with issue number three. And then it's, is it a total of five? It's a total of four actually. Four. Oh, Wait, four. yeah. Four, four. Ricky, my um, heart over here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Come on. But listen, but you're right though. There's plenty. There's plenty of time to go get the first two issues. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Six pack of beer. Yeah. A big bag of salt and vinegar chips, mm. and yeah. just make have yourself a nice time. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. My my snack of choice is the. I like to have a bag of beef jerky with the beer. That's my man. That is to me. That's like. I, that's my happy place. Every time I go to Bucky's, I think I need to get the jerky because don't they put on the billboard? Yeah. Doesn't Bucky say, "Come get some jerky," and I'm like, yeah. "I'll stop and I'll get gas and I'll use one of their very clean restrooms." Oh yeah, and I'll think, 
I should get some jerky, but I never just never pulled the trigger on the jerky, but I keep meaning to. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I know you mentioned a little while ago, but is there any upcoming projects that you can tell us about and kind of tease for us? Um, I, you know, I have two, I, I have two, I have a novel. I have two novels. I don't know what I have. I have <laughs> novels in progress, but when they're coming out and whatever, and I think I also alluded to the fact earlier that I'm about to dive into um, another genre soon, yeah. and I'm kind of excited about that. So mm -hmm. I'm, I don't know when those things actually click into place. They're all sort of in progress. Um, if you go to, can I plug? Can I plug? Is that bad? Yeah, is that absolutely. Cool. Plug cool. whatever you have. My my website is victorgishlerauthor.com. Okay. You can go there. You can sign up for my newsletter. If you sign up for my newsletter, then that might be up to 10 people who subscribe to my newsletter. That'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. And like when something's coming out, I actually don't send, you know, it's not going to be like spam. I don't really send out the newsletter that often, but if something new is coming out, you know, very nice. You can, you'll hear about it if you're signed up for the newsletter. And after this, uh, after this video goes live, uh, we will put that in the description of the video also. So everybody. Oh, can thank go, you. Yeah, of yeah, course. That was, uh, that was Victor. I'm going to write this down real quick. So it's Victor. What? Victor Gishler. It's just my name, but then the word author, because I had, I had victorgishler.com for a while. And then I thought, I don't need a website. And I let it go. And somebody like swooped in and took it. I didn't know that was a thing. You got an just, enemy. Somebody just grabbed it. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, that's not me. So, okay. So I, when I decided I needed another website again, I put, it was my name, but then I just added the word author on there. So, okay. Well, we, again, we'll have that in the description of the video here. So guys go check that website out, sign up for the newsletter. That way you don't miss out on anything that Victor has in the future. Um, Adam says, I'm curious what the new genre is that he's going to try. Are you able to say that? Oh, pornography. No, no, oh, no we're not. There you go, oh, guys. No, no, I, I'm not actually. I, I'm you heard not, it here first. <laughs> oh, I don't want to. <laughs> no, I actually don't. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to give it away. Okay. It's, a, it's a standard genre. It's not anything <laughs> you haven't heard of or strange or, or to anything, nothing to be ashamed of. But uh, I don't want to give it away. We'll just. No worries. Because actually, I don't know. I might, it might do it under a pen name or something. I don't, I'm not sure how it's going to, how it's going to manifest itself yet. So okay. I, I want to wait. Enough said, sir. Enough said. Yeah. We want to show you uh, all the creators that we have had on this show. We create uh, a, what we call a Hall of Fame. So we want to show you right now. You are now embedded oh, on, right. the, on the Hall of Fame there. Um, you got Axel's on there. You got some other AWA folks, Mike Diodato Jr. Uh, so there you go. You are now officially on the Lost in Comics Hall of Fame. Uh, Victor, nice. your writing is it's, it's just superb. You take us to that special place. Every issue, it's no exaggeration. Man's World is just, it's one of our favorite books of 2021. We're so excited for everything that you're doing. And I hope you have a lot of success with this book um, so we can get more stories from you here in the future. Yeah. Um, that is nice. Thank you so much, guys. It's been fun. And uh, uh, you, you could have had somebody on that was good looking and smelled nice and was nah. well spoken and instead you had me i just think that's thank you so much no, you they, were, thank you, you. Were a blast, man, for real. So, yeah absolutely again good luck victor and thank you so much for sharing yes, some sir. time with us yes, sir good evening good All night right, good night victor man
Man, that was a lot of fun. I, man, that was. <laughs> that was I, a lot of fun. I, I, I seriously, guys, if you were again, if watching now or if you were watching on the replay, Man's World, I, I can't say enough good things about it. When you, uh, when I read the first issue, you, I, I told you about it. I said, dude, you're yeah, gonna I love this book. Yeah. yeah. And then you read it, and then you text me after you read it, and you're like, oh my god, bro, like <laughs> it's that type yeah. of book. I love uh, that book. Yeah. I love it, and you know, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna share a, uh, a creator secret here with everybody. But you know we have the the end of the year awards in at the end of the year, and it's an extensive list. I I like to keep up during the year and make notes, yeah. and this is a book that I've already put on my notes as being one of those that could be one of the best comics of 2021, one of the best short uh, mini maxi series. Yeah. So I, it's that good. I'm not. We're not exaggerating. We're not. No, but Adam. It, it's good. It's so good. Um, All right, Adam. Give me one second. Hold on. He's about to take off. So look, real quick. Wait. Adam, are you there? Are you there? Oh, tell Adam. There. Tell me Adam. if you're here, Adam. Because you don't want to well, miss the announcement, Adam. I don't, well, not only that, but we were talking about a book, a book in, in while the interview was going on. And so Adam put some art out already. It's a teaser for our new comic book, guys. <laughs> right there. Look, the Punisher. Punisher. <laughs> he do, do not share. Yeah. Drop the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this? He's over here he, typing in the chat, making he, pictures. He, he just well, put that on Twitter right now. And I, while while the interview was on, I went and snagged it to, awesome. to show it off. So uh, yeah, Adam, I hope you I hope you see your freaking awesome art there. That uh, that's awesome, dude. That is awesome, <laughs> guys. We have been teasing this announcement. I know I know you got to put your your kids to bed, Adam. Uh, if you could just listen for two yeah. minutes, man. Oscar and I are beyond excited about this. Um, the other day, he and I got together. We got to talk about this, share our dreams yeah. and our passions, and all to say, guys, this is. This is a huge, huge announcement. I said it on, on, on Twitter and Instagram the other day. One of the top, would you say this is the top moment, Oscar, of our history? I, that... I want to say, yeah. I mean, along the way, we've had some top moments. But I think for us, for our our journey, uh, Lost in Comics journey, I really got to say this is probably one of the top, top moments. Yes, I agree. And this is it, guys. And so this is—you get to hear it first. Everybody that's actually watching live, we have—we do—we have a lot of people that watch our show on the replay. But you guys that are faithful, dedicated in the live chat, you get to hear this first. But we are going to have an exclusive Lost in Comics variant cover. There you go. Yeah. An exclusive Ooh. Lost in Comics variant cover. This cover will be drawn by Carl Mostert, who is friend of the channel. If you guys know, you guys know who he is. He's 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 done all sorts of art for DC yeah. and Aftershock. He is going to do an exclusive variant, and it's going to be a one in fifty variant cover. Yeah, Man, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I, I I am I am beyond excited about this. And let me tell you a little bit about it real quick. It is yeah. um there is a new comic book publisher. And it is uh, Second Sight Publishing, right? This this publisher just started this week, this new comic book day. And they there's going to be a book that's going to be released called Duplicate Issue Number One. And that's going to be on April uh, 14th. So that's just in a couple of weeks. Um, I cannot tell you enough good things about this book. Um, it's basically, man, I'm getting nervous, Oscar. I'm like, I'm so excited about this. Uh, <laughs> nah, do it, man. About this. Time to shine. <laughs> I know, man. So... So this story is basically, it's it's based in the future and a pandemic, right? Of, of all things, a pandemic, right? A pandemic has hit the world. Yeah. 
but this pandemic, it takes out people's organs. Um, so you get sick and it just completely takes out your kidneys, your liver, whatever the case might be, right? Whenever you get, whenever you get this thing, um, there is no cure for it. There is like a 99% chance that you're going to die. Um, <laughs> I don't want to give away the whole comic, right? <laughs> but, but this is the premise. And the, the thing about that is if you are poor, um, it, okay. So take it back. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's a cure for that. There's one cure for this, this pandemic, right? It, it attacks your organs, but there is a scientist who has manufactured a cure and he, they manufacture parts, uh, livers, kidneys, whatever they manufacture organs so that you can have a, a surgery and you can have that organ replaced. Right. But the problem with this is that if you're poor, just kind of like right now, and you don't have insurance, um, you cannot pay for this surgery. So basically, you get auctioned off, and somebody buys you, and they pay for your surgery, but then you are like an indentured slave, an indentured servant to them, and you kind of got to do whatever they ask you to do. Whatever you want. Whatever they ask you to do. And this happens to a young female lawyer, and she, uh, again, I don't want to give the whole story away. Cut it. <laughs> but that's it. it. Happens to a young female lawyer, and she gets she has to she has to have this surgery. Incredible, incredible story. Um, before we knew we were doing the exclusive cover, we had an opportunity. The creator sent us this issue, uh, and it it blew my it blew me away. It blew those organs out. And I and I messaged the creator back, and I was like, oh my god. You know, I, I'm gonna be honest. We get a lot of these review copies a lot of times from creators, yeah. um, and and sometimes you just go through them and you read them. And this one got my attention, dude. I started reading it and I was like, "Holy crap! Like this is a great story." And that's kind of what got this whole ball rolling. Um, so again, guys, it's going to be an exclusive variant, one in fifty cover, Carl which Mostert. you guys, Carl Mostert on the cover, um, our logo so on the back, which is the biggest deal. Our logo on the back. It's an yeah. official. LNC exclusive variant cover with our logo on the back of the book, Carl Mostert on the cover. Um, and what you guys need to do, there's only going to be 50 of these issues ever created in the history. So as Oscar and I continue this lost in comics and we get larger and larger, this will be the first exclusive cover ever released and it'll only be 50 issues. Um, so the price of this is $20. Okay. It's an exclusive variant one in 50 It's 20 bucks. So what you guys need to do, if you want one of these and you follow us on Instagram or Twitter, send us a message right away because there's only 50 books. So you guys in the live chat are going to get the first crack at it. Um, we got, of course, friends, family. A lot of people want these books. So it's only going to be the first 50 that message us. Those are going to be the people that get these uh, these yeah. issues. So uh, 20 bucks plus shipping and handling. And you will have the Carl Mostert, one in oh, 50, man, Lost in right Comics here. exclusive. Carl, Carla Nappi is the writer. Woohoo! So excited you guys are doing this. Thank you. So Carla Nappi, I, I'm so excited, Carla. I I forgot to to say your name. I have it on my notes right here. We're but Carla Nappi, <laughs> she I'm just so excited. Yeah, I'm it's, giddy, it's dude. Awesome, I'm giddy. <laughs> so she is the uh, she's the writer of Duplicate, uh, Duplicate. And again, I read issue three today, guys. I cannot tell you enough good things about this book. Yeah. Um, so get, send us a message, get your exclusive copy of this variant cover that's coming out and we'll be announcing it all on social media and all that stuff. So get, get, get in line first guys. Um, that's it, man. That's it. Woo. Man, I'm all so right. excited. 
It is. It is. It's so, I wish we could talk about this more, but you know what, guys? We got a lot show of things to on. cover. Yeah, the show must go on. So, all right. You, know. you want to do this, man? Because you're. You know what? This this person is coming in right now to help us with the remainder of the show. He wanted. He desired an intro from you, but you never oh, got to yeah, give. Told me. I would have made. A, I would have made a whole freaking song for him, man. I, I, I'll do it right Can now. You do off a my head. just like a. We could do it. We got the man. We got the myth. We got Chris's friend David waiting in the green room, and he's about to come on and act crazy like he on some mushrooms. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh man, man. Let's here, man. <laughs> oh, man. oh man, how would you know? How would you know? Man? <laughs> oh man, I swear, man, good to see you, bro. We're gonna good do like, to a, see like you. an air five right here. Oh man, there you go, man. Love seeing you guys together, man. Chris, yeah, man, how you doing? You guys, good, you guys are doing great. Yeah, it's, it's exciting to be on the show, man. Uh, be back, so. Um, but yeah, I hate myself, you know. Like I just want to like run, you know. Oh, I, I'm a peacock. I gotta fly, you know. So. I know, man. You guys are all excited in the beginning and uh, getting all lovey dovey. I was like, you guys are gonna get all cochino. Good thing yeah. separate rooms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, hey, for the record, I was in the backstage trying to figure out how I can uh, put my, my order in for a comic. So I'm just officially saying right now, uh, uh, sign me up for one. We got, got you, you, Dave. Right on. <laughs> of course. So, uh, David, welcome. Everybody, every, David's been with me the last couple of weeks. And, and a huge thank you to you, David, for helping out yeah. here. It's nice we all three get to be at the same time now and talk about some comics here. Right on, right on, ready, ready to go, man. Glad, glad you get me on. Uh, David, I'll tell you real quick: is your speaker on pretty hot right now? Just turn oh, it down. All right, my bad. All right, my bad. All good, man. All good in the. Thought we had this. Sorry, thought we had it all way. <laughs> no worries. So before we get into the new comic book uh, chatter, I just want to make. I want to. I want to give a quick little news flash, if that's cool with you guys. You ready, Oscar? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is breaking news, guys. This happened today. Breaking news. Uh, we don't usually do news on these same shows where we do interviews. However, there was some breaking news today. I posted it on our social media. But Marvel Comics has found a new publisher uh, to distribute its comics into comic book shops, a new distributor, and that is Penguin Random House. So they are breaking ties with Diamond Comics. So another piece of the puzzle falling for Diamond Comic uh, Diamond Distributing. Man, we have had, especially here in South Texas, we've had so many oh. issues with Diamond. And I know this is happening all over, uh, all over the United States. But having issues with delayed books and uh, even sometimes delayed uh, a day, a whole day, and we can't even get our yeah. comics for the comic show. So um, yeah. it's 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 sad, but it's great. I mean, it's sad on the on the, on the part of people losing their you know if they if they were to go yeah. like out and people lose their job. I don't want all that. But I mean, Diamond has kind of been like a jerk of the industry, you know, with like yep. holding everybody at at ransom, I guess, for when they want to send something or when they want to do what they want to do, like. You know, I'm glad that you know other companies are coming up, man, and, and really helping out the comic community this way. So, yeah, it, yeah. It was said last year when DC cut ties with Diamond and they went over to Lunar that that was 30 percent of Diamond's whole business 
Thirty percent. That's a big chunk. And then I heard today that it's it's about thirty-five to forty percent of what Marvel brings to Diamond. So combined, you're looking at about seventy, you know, seventy percent, seventy-five percent of Diamond's business. Of course, Scout Comics jumped off the Diamond train. They're doing Lunar also. So man, what it's crazy. I mean, and, and we're Diamond has been around for a long time, and I think it was worth mentioning. We'll probably yeah. talk about this a little bit more uh next week so david any thoughts on it i'll be honest i'm not familiar with how those guys operate i just go to <laughs> comics <laughs> david's like diamond yeah a diamond? a diamond in the rough yeah as long as i get to the store and see that's that's, that's, yeah. that's again my problem is not yeah. being there when i go yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's just blame sure. it all. Blame it all on on Diamond and Carol. I blame Baskin. it on Diamond. Yeah. I blame it all on Diamond. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Without further ado, man, it is time to talk about new. It's new comic book oh my day. God, it's new comic book day. Happy new comic book day. Happy new comic book day. Set in the timer now. <laughs> Happy new comic book day, man. So many yeah. uh, comics to talk about. So, man, let's not waste any time. Every week we have a pick of the week. We're all going to go down the list here. Let's start off with you, Oscar. Oh. What was nah, the book that stood I'm out always to you? First when I'm uh, you know what? Let's switch it up because we have been playing your videos yeah. and you've been going <laughs> first. Uh, so let's let's start with David, man. Let's David. Go for it, Dave. Your pick all of right. the week, sir. So my pick of the week is uh, Cold Dead War talked about this one last time uh this was the continuation from the heavy metal movie back in and i looked it up just to get the date right 1981 is when it came wow um so yeah again if you've seen the movie it's it's a bunch of short stories about an orb uh and this particular comic follows the story of the b-52 bomber that goes down and the orb uh it's one of those you know the flying fortresses where they're all fighting like the memphis bell movie Mm-hmm. The captain of the plane, uh, all his crew gets shot up in in the process of trying to bomb. So this particular comic starts with his story back after all that happens. Um, it, it's still in 1950, so he, he's just kind of lonely on the farm, hanging out by himself, trying to like just be by himself. And uh, helicopter, army helicopter comes out of the sky, special agent, this woman comes out basically trying to recruit him uh, for some, uh, basically a special mission. So uh, it is paramilitary Brazilian Nazis that won't die. Wow. Wow. The problem they're having, she's coming to him because she knows some secrets that are going on. And in the mix of this, he's having flashbacks back when he was flying the plane. And so that's where the action comes in of the flashbacks of him fighting in the war uh, basically getting all shot up and shooting planes down. So it, it, it's got some great story, great dialogue, easy to read. Um, mm. it, it's got a lot of good action. As far as the, the artwork in it, I really like the artwork in it. The colors are just really, really bright, really, I don't know. I just really yeah. liked it. Um, so, yeah, definitely my who, favorite. Uh, who published that book? Who put it out? Uh, Heavy Metal. Heavy metal. Oh, heavy metal did. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's Cold Dead Hands? Cold, cold Dead War. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. 
Cold Dead War Heavy Metal. Okay, man, uh, yeah. uh, very nice, man. I like War War War. Books yeah, and stuff like that, but yeah, I might. I might yeah, you dig it, man. You dig it. You gotta check it yeah, out. Man. Adam says, "Was it worth it?" I passed on that issue series. Yeah, um, no, I, I told I, I I enjoyed it. Very good. Very nice, man. Very nice. So, what do you, so what do you rate that if you uh, from a one to five? Um, you know, I, I, I was all, I, I got really high standards for a five, but like if I could do 4.5, but I, I, I'm gonna go four. Four. You know, I absolutely love that book. Four. Man. Cuatro. That's, hey, a good, that's a pretty high rating. I, I think that is good. a good, must be a good book, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like, it's the first time I've gone above a three. Very nice, man. Very, very like, nice. That's good. Yeah. If you're stingy with the Norman, that's, that's. That's perfect. There's a lot. So, before, before I'll let people know, like, yeah, you got to get out there and get it, man. So, so I guess Very I'll run nice. next. Is that cool? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right so. Can I, why don't you let me go, man? You go last. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. All right. Go. Let me go. I feel like I want to respect you, man. And you've, you've been going first this whole time. And I want to give you the last, last one. Okay. Right, My pick of the week, guys. Look at this right here. This is Invincible <laughs> issue number one. This <laughs> guy's. <laughs> Invincible uh, issue, image first comics right here. Uh, it's published oh, in 2003. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> you can get this for a dollar reprint. <laughs> nice. Oh, it's, uh, it's, a comic, to- it's a great comic. Good dialogue. <laughs> great. As a matter of fact, they made a whole uh, the whole series on it on Amazon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, oh all right. My pick of the week, the real pick of the week, is Action Comics issue number 1029. And of course, that is uh, DC Comics, uh, written by Philip Kennedy Johnson, Whew. art by Phil Hester, uh, Hi Fi on colors, and Dave Sharp on letters. Um, this issue is the second part to the Golden Age story arc that began in Superman issue number 29. Uh, so if if you're reading Superman, you're gonna want to pick up this issue of Action Comics because it's a direct uh, addition to the same storyline. But uh, this whole Golden Age arc it plays with the idea that kids have this Golden Age when they see their parents as infallible, indestructible, and can do no wrong. But when they come out of that Golden Age, they realize that their parents can fall, they can make mistakes, they can be hurt. And Philip Kennedy Johnson is taking that idea and building up the relationship between John and Clark. Uh, as both a son and now a father, this book, it, it really hits me in the gut. Um, this, this whole idea of the golden age, it, it resonates with me. Uh, I think mostly because my own son, he's in that golden age and everything I do, like he wants to do, he wants to imitate yeah. everything I do. Um, he, he looks at me like, I, I feel like I'm Superman when my son looks at me and I'm like his, I'm like his protection, you know? And so, uh, it's making me want to cry just thinking about it. But, uh, you know, as John, uh, has exited this stage in, in the Action Comics book, it's not easy for Clark to allow John to shine when he's used to taking on the weight of the world all by himself mm-hmm. as Superman. But aside from that, there's a breach in the universe that is affecting Superman's power and weakening him. We see a vulnerable side and weakness in a hero that's he's always got answers, right? He's Superman. He's freaking Superman. But um, PKJ, that's why I call Philip Kennedy Johnson, so I don't have to say that every time. But PKJ, he's also planting seeds for a much larger story, which I believe will uh, round out and eventually lead us into the world, the worlds of war that we saw in Future State in time. So um, this is the time to read Superman. We've been saying it since yeah. Philip took over the book, but this is the time to read Superman. 
It's crazy that that we went such a long time not reading Superman in action. I'm so happy with it right now. I absolutely, I absolutely love this book, and I'm gonna give it. Or do you? You know what? Before I give it, yeah. Talk to me, man. What, what did you? So, I, you I think? also, I really did enjoy this book. Um, I, I knew that when you had told me you were gonna make this your pick. Um, yeah. I was thinking about it, and I, I know that like father and son stories always kind of get us in yeah. that sweet spot, right? And uh, there was there was points in this book, the story when he's talking about that same thing when when a father has to like let his son know like my, you know my time is gonna come and I'm not gonna be you know the hero that you think I am anymore and and you know you're at that point where your 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 kids do look at you like superhero yeah. and bro it's prepare yourself because the day will come I I've been through that I've lived through it. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Seeing my kids look at me and think like, "Man, I I'm strong and I'm I'm a hero to them," and I've had those days where they they look at me like uh like you know like <laughs> it's just yeah. bad. You know what I mean? Like they, they know I'm they know I'm I'm just a yeah. piece of uh, chopped liver. You know what I mean? Or something <laughs> something like that. And that is also kind of sad. You know what I mean? It's a sad realization that uh, when your kids no longer look at you like a hero and you know yeah. so. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, but yeah, I did enjoy the story as well. I, I really did like it. I, I'm excited about Superman, uh, you know. So I, I really can't wait for more. And I love how the ending of that that story was as well. You know, kind of giving glimpses of the future yeah. as well, which I really, really did enjoy. So, and and traditionally, like I'm not. Um, I like John. I like the son uh, aspect yeah. of uh, the Super Sons and all that. But the way that that PKJ is writing them and writing John into this and building the relationship with him and Clark. It's really making me a fan more of of John, and I think he's doing a great job of that because I think eventually we're gonna move into that into that future where I think John's <laughs> gonna end up taking the cape at some point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Adam, you're exactly right, man. He said these brats, after all, <laughs> we do for them. Hidden yeah. jams. Someone put me in timeout, but I don't know why. <laughs> what? Oh, like in the chat? Oh, I don't, man. We'll have to go research oh, that, real? man. Yeah, we're gonna check that out. Yeah, let's check that out. So, hey, uh, I gave this uh, book. I gave it a four. You know, I absolutely love that book. Four. 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 <laughs> and there you have it. And love that book. That, so. that is a that's a great pick. All right, time to move on. Let's go. Uh, yeah. My pick of the week. Let me get my notes here ready. I'm almost, okay. Here we go. The recount number mm. three. Writer Jonathan Hendricks, art by Gabriel Ibarra Nunez. I was gonna put the letter, but I couldn't pronounce the, the name. I didn't want to look like a fool, so I, I just didn't put it. But uh, so, man, oh man, where to begin with this issue? So, if you don't know about the recount, let me school you real quick. All right, the government has been overthrown, no one can be trusted, uh, freedom is being taken by force, and carnage and blood lie in wake. Uh, a master plan has been put into action to take a, a corrupt president along with anyone who has ever agreed or had any part to do with him. If you voted for him, you're on the kill list. Also, uh, everyday citizens aren't safe. Brother against brother, cops against cops, uh, you know, to fight the, the, and extinguish the person next to you who doesn't share your outlook is real in this, in this, in this issue. Uh, no one seems to be safe. And it begins with, uh, with much of the same on this issue. A father is going to, uh, uh, he's going to go into a house to kill a family uh, who he blames uh, for his son going off to war and dying out there. And uh, But that's all I'm going to say about that because I don't want to spoil it all. 
but uh, also there's great uh, background of, of some characters in this issue as well uh, who are on the re the the recount side uh, of killers, and uh, I love it. It's a great story. Uh, it gives you something to root for. It gives me something to root for, and uh, there's no holds barred. This is a no holds barred story, guys. If you if you like that kind of stuff and you like gore and violence and and all that stuff, man, go back get issue one. We're only on issue three, so it's not too late. It's not too far gone. And uh, here's some pictures of of that I couldn't find anything on the on Comicsology, so I had to take pictures of uh, of of the book from my phone. But anyway, here's the guy going into you know talk about the family, and uh, this is a picture of the of the characters that they're that are you know going out there that killing art, people. Yeah, art. the art is awesome, man. The detail is awesome in the, in the faces, and it's just awesome. I really like I really love this book. This is the part where these cops go against cops, you know, and they're blasting each other in the face over here. It's just good stuff, man. So, so if you yeah. love that, if you like that kind of thing, uh, man, go out and get this book. And uh, did you read this? Yeah, yeah, it's such a good book. Such a good book, man. Um, it used to be it eats what feeds what feeds it. it used to be my favorite mm -hmm. scout book, but this is my favorite scout book now. The recount. Uh, I remember when the first issue came out. One of the things, one of the little things I said about it is it's the best political book that's not political like it's political in the right way you know like it it's it's there's a lot of perspective uh different perspectives in it um it's just so good man it's violent it's uh it like i said political in the right ways it's not preachy uh and there's just a lot going on but it's yeah. such a good book man such a good book um yeah i mean you said it all man but yeah. but i am definitely right there with you it's it's so I, hit this, I hit this with a five look at this this is amazing. This is amazing. Five. I think nice. every time this book has come out, I think I've always made it my pick of the week. I think. Yeah. I I, I really have enjoyed this. So, anyways. Yeah. Man, I think you. I'll, I think I'll, I'll you haven't been on the show a couple of weeks, so you're just anxious to get that five, man. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm always anxious to pull that one, man. I love. I, I know, love man. That one. <laughs> so. Yeah. I like this right here. Grabs granite says, uh, "It's politics without using a political view." That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And uh, Adam, Adam says, "Whoa, face blasting!" You say, "Was this? Was this this casual fling?" <laughs> did you, uh, David? Did you get a chance to read recount? I got. My, I'm like uh, no, perhaps I got mine on order. So okay. uh, I, I'm even more looking forward to getting it. So yeah, it's it's really good. Man. It's great. Uh, great stuff. Very nice. Me, so. Did either of you get to read? Um, well, you know what? We'll get to that. Did you have a runner-up? Uh, let's go with David. Did you have a runner-up, David? Uh, mine was Aliens. Aliens. Oh, nice. Very nice. So, yeah, it, it was good. It was, I mean, it, it's... What cover you got there? What cover did you get? I just yeah, saw you. Uh, like... Well, I, so this one I got, I actually ordered mine, but since uh, I went to the yeah. comic store, I was like, man, I'll, I'll just pick this one up. So I didn't order this one, so I got a different cover. Uh yeah. And I dug that one. Nice. Yeah, that's that Scotty Young. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. But no, it's a, it's a solid book. Um, uh, if you love the Aliens franchise, uh, you can't go wrong. But yeah. uh, it's got some twist in there. It's got uh, uh, yeah, just some interesting things going on. But there there were some some I guess character builds and stuff yeah. that, that they could probably work on a little bit there. Uh, that they left some holes. I don't know if that was on purpose or not. We'll see in the next issue. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> like Bishop, I call him the Ultron Bishop now because he can be anywhere. Yeah, that was, that was a little weird. That was cool. But yeah, 
But yeah, yeah. It, it was good. It was solid. Yeah, this one was on on one on my list as well for runner up of the week. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a great start uh, to what I think a good alien run should be. I think uh, I don't want to I don't want to get on 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 PKJ's butt because no. I learned my right. lesson the last time when yeah. I when I complained and then next issue I had to eat my words because it turned out to be great. But I will say I would have liked a little more action, but. I understand he's laying he's laying some good groundwork. He's laying down some good things for this book. Ooh. And... <laughs> Bad take. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Every time you say something, I always have the opposite uh, the opposite thought of it. It's funny. Man. Oh, I, I'm, I'm very curious, man. But I, I, I will say one thing. After reading Action and then reading this, I just want to say I hope I understand like there being a father and son concept, but like, I don't want to see it in every book. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I want more than than that. You know what I mean? So that was my only little nitpick as well, but I am looking forward to it. I'm subbing to it. And I think I picked up like three covers, like three covers of the store yesterday. So I I couldn't help myself. man. Well, you know, you know what, um, you know what PKJ is doing with this is that he's uh, like Steve says, he's laying the pipe. So, (laughs) I just want to say uh, this is a uh, Marvel Comics, right? Another another book by PKJ Philip Kennedy Johnson, art by Salvador Larocca, letters by VCs Clayton yeah. Cowles. Um, Marvel acquired the rights to both the Alien and the Predator franchise from Dark Horse Comics, so we'll be getting a Predator comic uh, next month, I believe. So yes. that's 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 coming too. Um, honestly, I wasn't quite sure what to expect from Alien. I, I wanted to keep my expectations kind of low. Because I I only know it as a movie franchise, and sometimes those movie franchises that go comics can be hit or miss. Yeah. Um, but I ended up really really loving this issue. Um, I don't want to get overhyped about it, but I was impressed with the first issue. I thought it did a good a great job setting up the timeline. I, I didn't feel like I was lost in the because sometimes yeah. these futuristic stories can make you feel like where are we at? So we're going back and forth. I think it did a really good job setting up the timeline. We know exactly where we're at in this whole uh, world of Alien. The book really focuses on the human aspect of this universe, which I very much appreciated because it, it makes the world feel, it makes no. it feel re- realistic. But what I like, this is what he's doing. I'm telling you again. He, like I told you back with the, with the future state, he's setting it up. So that way, when he does bring in all the aliens, you feel like, oh, shoot, like this is a world that we could live in. And it feels realistic. So when he brings in the aliens, it has an even uh, larger effect on you. Yeah. And I and I know that's what's going to end up happening. Uh, so again, well, I didn't I, know. Yeah, no, I agree with that statement. I, I I like when they build up a character and you kind of feel for the character. So that when something bad yeah. happens, it connects you. You're like, oh man, you're sad, right? Yeah. But again, it's called aliens, right? It's not called humans, like. Uh, you know, give me some humans, cool, but I want some aliens. You <laughs> give me some old school eighties, eighties aliens. You know, rampaging the, the the panels. You know what I mean? But I do get, the, I do agree with you. I do. <laughs> see, I guess when I was reading it, I, I and I'm with you on that one, Oscar. I, I did. I want to see aliens. I want to see stuff like it's first issue. Let, let's yeah. hit it running. Um, but you know, as you far plan, as you can plan this. I, I yeah, we're, we're coming at you. Chris. We're coming at you, man. <laughs> I, I just don't know who the good guy or the bad guy is yet. That's what you're That's supposed to feel. Is it a good guy yeah. or a bad guy, or the son is? Because they really haven't explained yeah. who's doing what. So, yeah. so, like Oscar said, there's not a lot of action. But then when it comes, it's like, bam, wow, where'd that come from? 
And like, I don't know if I should be happy about what just happened or not. So, yeah. so yeah. Out. like, yeah, I don't know if I'm happy for the sun or what's going on. Guess what, though? Guess what, guys? There's an issue two coming out. And you're gonna get your your questions answered. So and, and that's the thing. I, I think that I pretty much know that will happen. So I'm not like extremely like upset about it. You know, with future yeah, state, I know we only, we knew we only had two issues. And I was like, come on, bro, like get to the get to the meat. Well, the only two issues, right? But with aliens, I feel a little more relaxed. I know we have a little bit long. We have more yeah. time to get what we need, and I'm okay with that. You know, so um, you know. Adam says, uh, I'm 100% with David and Oscar. A little more action. Yeah. And Alien is what I wanted. And Alien, Alien is what you will get, guys. I'm, and I grew I up, I, I'm not the only one. You know, I, I grew yeah. up watching the Aliens movies and, and Predator movies. So though, I have a soft spot, soft spot in my heart for those, you know. So I'm super excited yeah. regardless. I love so comics. Did you, did you guys ever read like the like the comics back in the day? Like Aliens versus Dark Horse? I, I have nah. never. Yeah, uh, no, I yeah, those are good. Yeah, actually. I got one up there. Yeah, they're they're great. I, the nice. So really I good. think before COVID hit, uh, I can't remember who it was that came out with a number one or a new a new alien run. And uh, you guys are like my dad watching Walking Dead. I don't want story. <laughs> I want action. <laughs> exactly, no man. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, they made they came out with a number one, a new aliens run about a year, maybe about a year ago, and I picked it up, excited, and I thought it was horrible. I didn't like yeah. it at all. So. Yeah, uh, but I'm always down. So very nice. What else? What else you got? Whoa! <laughs> Take him your comics, man. Come on, oh man. <laughs> Let's team up on awesome. that one. I don't, I don't have like the, the comic story like you guys in the back. <laughs> oh, I'm working on it. I'm trying to catch uh, up. That's a that's yeah. a cool cover though. Man. That is cool. Yeah, number uh, one. Yeah, Alien awesome. versus Predator. Very nice. And then they came out with a number zero uh, back in the day when they, like, that was one, I, I, for me, it was one of the first zeros. I was like, oh, wow, zero. Uh, but that, that was cool. So it was a four-issue limited series. Really Very nice. Awesome. Um, Oscar, you go? let me, I, so my runner-up for this week would have been uh, Rabbit World number one. Uh, oh, that's uh, yes. Scout Comics uh, writer Todd Siani. I don't know if that's right. Artist uh, Oleg Ukenev and letter Lucas Gatoni. Yeah, these are some. You sound, some... You sound like Oscar right there trying to pronounce Gattoni. one of the words. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are. This one was. This is a, a strange creator names, but um, the title says it all. And I talked about it last week. I don't want to repeat everything I said. I did a power minute on this thing last week, and I told everybody I do power minutes. Well, you know, we do these weekly. And yeah. dude, this is one when I read it, I was like, oh my God, I loved it. Um, the title says it all. Uh, he, this man discovers his dog feeling sick. He attempts to take him to the vet only to be attacked by his dog and what seems to be a rabies type sickness. And then everything breaks from there, man. That's, and this is, uh, this is like a, it's a zombie story, but we're getting a lot of groundwork laid and a lot of action. So unlike alien, this one, you get both story and you get a lot of, uh, blood you get and you get those those scenes with uh, the zombie like characters uh i love this style of art this this sort of like black and white background with the splashes of color yeah. thrown in i'm really loving mm -hmm. that type of art that's becoming a popular thing i hope we don't get overdone with this stuff because you know like marvel's yeah. doing it dc's doing it it's a new trend um i don't want to see it overdone but again great book uh, and it would have been my runner-up this week very very good you liked it oscar yeah. I strongly agree as well. I, I know you did the review on it, and I, I went and made sure I picked it up. I love zombie stuff. 
and, and uh, uh, like I think Adam said, he's like, um, he says it, and it was nothing new or different. I, in a way, I, I kind of feel like I love that they gave it a backstory right away about yeah. how it could come about. That's kind of yes. different. I did like that. It made it more believable with science and, and all that stuff, which I, I really liked. I agree with the colors uh, as well. But even the black and, and gray and white, it's still very – it's very well done. Like it's not – it doesn't yeah. overlap or smudge into each other. And it's still very, very clear. And uh, I really did like that. And uh, it did remind me a little bit of, uh, of Dawn of the Dead, you know, which I love. It. I love that movie as well. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. It's a great that's a great runner up for uh, for new comic book week, man. So uh, grabs asks, is anyone else reading Stray Dogs? I absolutely love the B cover horror homage uh, horror movie. Yes. Homage. Stray, did you read the one yesterday, David, or just the first? Uh, I had mine ordered. It was it was again. I don't want to get on a tangent, but uh, yeah. yeah. We had 29 outs at the comic store yesterday. Counted them again. Wow. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, Rabbit World wasn't there. Uh, so I did. I have both of mine ordered, uh, Stray Dogs and Rabbit World, but it'll be a few weeks before I get them. So what time did you go to the comic store yesterday? It's like five, Which six? comic book store are you going to? Six. Uh, the, well, I go to one off Pat Booker. No, not everyone's uh, the heroes. The heroes on oh, Pat the heroes over there. Yeah, that yeah, I was so trying not to say the name just in case they're watching. Nah, they need to know so they can <laughs> okay. do their job right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, we talked about it last time. They, and they got their, there's and actually they're gonna have like this one was the second to last one when I got Cold Day War. Uh yeah, it's amazing. I'm like, how do they have so many outs? Day one. Like it's, yeah. it's not well, you guys go early, right? Yeah. Yeah, and we got a pull by. And you got the pool box. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just, it just amazes me how many outs they have. On that's a that's a very popular store, though. I mean, I think that one. You know, there's not anything else in that area. I think so. I think a lot of people hit that one up as well. But yeah, hopefully. I may have to start doing a long way home again. Yeah. Oh well. Um, a walking digit. Um, <laughs> Alina, okay, I'm back. All right, now we can get on with the show, guys. Alina's back. We were all waiting. We paused the show for 30 minutes yeah. while you were gone. So, um, Oscar, what was your what was your runner up? Uh, another runner up I had was Detective uh, issue 1034. Yes. Uh, I love. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Sorry about that. Here we go. All right. Well, I'll, I'll put it for snooze for another five minutes. We gotta we gotta hurry up, guys. I'm just, I'm just messing around. Yeah, uh, Detective, yeah, I great enjoy story, you, man. Uh, I want to take my time I, with you. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, you're, you're, you're distracting me over here, bro. I can't concentrate now. <laughs> All right, uh, I love what's going on. You know, great story with with everything going on. Uh, I, I really didn't put too much a review uh, because the main part that I loved about this book was the Damien story at the, in the back. That's kind okay. of the thing that I really loved the most. Really looking forward to Robin number one. Uh, I love the dark, the darkness that he's going into. You know, so. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh sorry I'm late. Yeah, he says catch, catch, he'll catch the rewind. Lewis, uh, thanks yeah. for checking in, man. Um we will see you cat we'll see you on the rewind, man. Yeah, man. Um detective, dude, Mariko Tamaki, uh, of course, DC Comics, Mariko Tamaki on the writing, Dan Mora, beautiful art, mm -hmm. Jordi Belair on colors, and Aditya Bitakar on letters. Have you noticed how Aditya Bitakar has been showing up everywhere since Ram V? Brought him yeah. in when he came in, and now you start to see him. Uh, he's yeah. all over the place. But um, 
I want to say a couple of things about this. I don't want to keep be long winded, but I can really appreciate how Mariko Tamaki is as she's like spreading these breadcrumbs from the present Batman story arc that involves the Joker war. But also you can also see these elements of what she wrote in the future state book with the uh, the dark detective book. And so she's you can see like she's to get put, laying all these little breadcrumbs that eventually are going to intertwine. And I have to, I mean, I don't know if she'll ever watch this, but I would have to apologize to her because I remember when we had a, a show uh, when we were talking about Future State before it started, mm -hmm. and I was totally not interested in anything Mariko Tamaki had written prior to her getting onto yeah. Batman. And I was very disappointed that they had put her on this, on Batman, on Detective, because I had re read some stuff prior that she had done with Marvel, and I just never impressed with it. And dude, she is, uh, she's killing it. She's killing it. the future state dark detective. I loved it. I'm loving the Batman detective. And uh, I, like I said, if you're watching uh, Mariko, I'm sorry. <laughs> Great stuff. And Dan, and Dan Mora's art, he's becoming a favorite of yeah. mine. Uh, he, just, he, he knows how to draw, especially action sequences. You can really pick up on the feeling, the emotion of the characters that he's that he's portraying. And uh, I love it. I love it. And, and like you mentioned, the backstory with Joshua Williamson, the Damien story. So good. I can't wait for that solo uh, uh, Robin story to come out. So <laughs> Here we go. You're on it, Steve. <laughs> I'm not even going to repeat that, Steve. That is horrible, man. <laughs> horrible. Horrible, man. You're going to get us canceled, Steve. Come on, man. You know that cancel culture is real out there, man. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what's crazy? Just quick, quick thing. Um, Carla Nappy, the writer of Duplicant that we're having our exclusive variant cover with, she will be on a creator corner in two weeks so kind of ashamed to say this but she will be our first female creator that we have done an interview or a creator yeah. corner with am i right in that oscar i think so yeah so and, and, you know yeah they do <laughs> let me tell you something i don't know why they get scared whenever i message a lot of the female creators That's but they true. don't message me back <laughs> like, who's this creeper over here man <laughs> they're like who's chris so they, they, they checked you out on uh, the internet man well, what, do you, what do you got out there I guess so, man. But um, you know, again, I mess when message guy creators, they're quick to re to respond. But uh, but definitely, uh, Carla, she's she's awesome. We've been chatting for you know some time since this whole duplicate stuff came up. So I'm I'm really excited to have her on. Yeah. But yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Definitely. So any any of the other books that you uh, that you enjoyed? No, I had everything else. Uh, we I had uh, aliens and and uh, action, rabbit. You know, so everything came up that uh, that I was. Uh, about um, uh, oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna jump into my disappointments. Uh, don't have much to say about them. I just want to say that I read these and I just didn't really care for them. Which was okay. Teen Titans Academy. I hate to say this one, guys, but ha ha. Uh, That's I what just, I was gonna ask you right now about. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. What did you think of that? How did you feel I, reading it? Knows no words, you know. And I know it's it's crazy. I really enjoyed the issue. Um, <laughs> This was the first the this was the the mime issue right, uh, and yeah. I and I really liked how the whole issue didn't have a lot of words but more sounds and sound effects, and it really went a whole along with that whole aspect of the mime issue because yeah. it's some mimes right so it's it's like trying to say a lot without saying anything, um, but so the art in this issue does a lot of the heavy lifting in the book and does a great job of telling uh, Maxwell Prince's story, um, so I liked it man I really yeah. uh, I I like this whole these whole one shot things. Actually, I want more story on each of them, but I'm enjoying it, dude. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what yeah. to say. 
Oh, that's cool. I mean, you know. But it, so it, was, it disappointed you a little bit? Yeah, I, I guess because I don't want to be through it so quickly. I, I guess that's what it what it is. You know, you, yeah. you're you're paying more bucks for a book. You know, no, I mean like the actual issue though. Like, I don't want to just breeze through it. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I had it was to like, a super quick read. Yeah, it was a quick read. That's that's really my thing. But yeah, yeah. Um, the other one I had was this this one here. Um, oh yeah, Vietnam yeah, yeah. Horror number one mm. uh, by Rossi and Coppola uh, from Behemoth Comics. So. Okay. The art is magnificent. It's all black and white, but not like Walking Dead black and white. Like there's a lot of detail, there's a lot of grays. Great art. Uh, but I was disappointed with it's supposed to be a horror book, and I didn't get that vibe really. You know, it's 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 placed in Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, this guy starts off talking about a dream he's having, a nightmare, and he's explaining it to somebody else. And uh and uh he's telling somebody else about the dream, and the guy says he's had the same dream. Uh, but you know, <laughs> it just, it, it ended and it just kind of ended. Like it kind of yeah. felt like a one shot and that's what yeah. I wasn't really too sure about, but okay. you know, it is about Vietnam. If you like that kind of stuff, I mean, the art is great, you know, uh, all that stuff, but I just didn't get the horror vibe from it. And I kind of felt like it was just a one shot. It didn't really leave me anywhere. So it kind of put me in a disappointment, uh, you know, in the category. Yeah. <clears throat> um, David, did you have any other books that you enjoyed? Uh, I, I did. I read the. Uh, oh wow! Can you hear me? Oh, look at you! Oh, wow. The Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a, obviously great jumping on point. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last one probably probably shouldn't jump on at the end. Yeah. That's the last uh, story of the arc. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it, it was good. It's definitely different. Um, interesting. You know uh, how she's kind of taking over, I guess, but. Yeah. Well, I dropped. I was picking that book up, and I think I dropped it. I wasn't gonna do it anymore after the last issue. So I know this one was supposed to be a big one because it was a new uh, outfit, you know, a newer, yeah. newer kind of outfit. That it was supposed to be a big one. Uh, black and gray. Batman. Yeah. It looks her up with the out, uh, outfit yeah. there. You're trying to like Batman cool. and her new man, I guess, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, El Crudo? Thanks for coming in. Um, Steve asked a moment ago, uh, thoughts on ASM 62. I want to mention it because uh, I feel like this series is constantly one step forward, two steps back. And this issue was a step back for me. Uh, we, I mentioned the last on issue 61. I really enjoyed it. Um, which cover did you get? Oh, you got that one? Yeah. I got the one in 10. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Very Not nice. Reading man. It, I just picked it up because I wanted the cover. Because you wanted yeah. the cover? The uniform yeah yeah um it's like i get i get behind the this last issue prior to this one 61 i got behind the the different costume and i bought into it i bought into the idea that that peter is poor he had to take this deal with j jonah jameson with that youtube type company but then this issue felt like it was all about his roommate uh, boomerang and boomerangs that pet uh, gog that he has and i just want a good spidey story I'm getting frustrated with the back and forth, the inconsistency mm -hmm. in the writing. I feel like Nick Spencer really specializes in these filler issues. Uh, and to me, this feels like a filler. Uh, no big consequences, not a big story. And it does not... I want Spider-Man. If I wanted a Boomerang book, I'd go try to look for something with Boomerang. And that's that's my thoughts on that, man. And I, and I want to I wanna enjoy this book. And I, I enjoy it, then I don't enjoy it, and I enjoy yeah. it. And, and you know what happens when that happens is I end up dropping it. So yeah. I'm, I'm, 
and I'm with you, man. I've been on I've been on Spider Man on and off the same way. I'll read a couple good issues and then I'll read like three or four bad, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna keep paying for a book that I'm not really enjoying. So I just drop it. And I've thought about yeah. jumping back on since you jumped back on. Yeah. But every time when you tell me like, there's, I think you've talked about one good <sighs> book this whole time, and I'm just like, no, yeah. I'm not even gonna bother. Like, I'll just get it for uh, get that cover for. Uh, I'm part of the yeah. blame right now for the uh, for the speculation, the you know. <laughs> you're a spec, you're a spec man. Yeah. Uh, so. I just want to say, I ordered oh, one yeah. for FOMO. That's it. You did? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. Uh, my disappointment of the week. It's one that I'm, I'm sad to say, but this is uh, the Batman Superman issue number 16. Um, that's the Gene Lun Yang, who I was super excited about. Did you Did you get this, either of you? It wasn't no. in my. It, I subbed to it. It wasn't in my box, and I left the store without realizing it wasn't in my stack. So I'm gonna have to go probably to Dragon's Lair and try to go pick it up because I want it part of the run anyways. You know what I mean? But yeah. It wasn't so it wasn't good. So here, I'm not. I'm not giving up on this series uh, yet. Okay. I, we we had the Future State. Gene Lun Yang did such a good job, man. Of uh, those that little mini series with Batman, Superman. Um, and that's why I was so excited for this because of how great those the future state stuff was. But this issue 16, it was two stories in one and it's divided like half the page is uh, Superman story. Half the, the bottom page is uh, Batman story and it's divided in the middle of the page like a film reel. So it tells you at the beginning, you can read the book, read one story all the way through and then go back and read the other story all the way through or you can read it and read it which is confusing i had to read the whole top batman superman story and then read the batman story that's just how my brain took it but um it and that part of it to be honest with you it seems difficult but that was actually a pretty cool concept that was not my issue with the book uh, i didn't have the uh, an issue with the format I actually thought it was pretty clever um but the two stories they're unrelated um and obviously this book is dealing with uh, stories from different universes at least that's what it seems like. And this is what I was afraid of when we got into the whole idea of the Omniverse with DC. I haven't had an issue with it before, but in this book, I'm just left wondering, like, where is this taking place? Do I really care if this is totally out of continuity? So I didn't I didn't like it. I love the art. Uh, I like some of the ideas in the story. But again, I'm not giving up. I think that Gene Lun Yang, he really understands and grasps how to write Superman and Batman. So I'm hoping this becomes a team up book at some point. But was not a fan of this issue. Well, I'm still yeah, I was going to say, everything you just described, I, I'm going to pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think I would like that That whole... You wouldn't. I, don't, I won't like yeah. that, but, but yeah, I want to be part of, you know. So. Yeah. It's and, and too it's, complicated for a comic book. It is. Yeah. I know he's trying to do something new, and, but it's just, I'm like, no, I'm not, yeah. I'm not into it, man, so... That was my that was my disappointment. I think because I had such high expectations for it. Uh, that was my disappointment this week. So, did you have a uh, disappointment, uh, David? Um, yeah, you're gonna make fun of me. Oh man, <laughs> I, got, I got Lady Freedom. All right, second <laughs> site publishing. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to give it a shot, just see what yeah. was with it. Number one, um, a, a little FOMO because they were they were. Selling out, going straight yeah. to wish list on the order, um, yeah. but nah, it, it just the artwork, the story. I I wasn't a big fan of it, so yeah, a little yeah. disappointing. I, I was hoping for a surprise there, uh, <laughs> be able to pick it as my favorite and kind of have it out there, but nah, it wasn't gonna happen. 
you're staying true to yourself, man. So that's that's good. <laughs> you, you wanted to you wanted to like it, but you're being honest, and I and I appreciate that. Yeah, no, tried, but wasn't gonna happen. Awesome. Yeah, I, I think it does have a lot of that that '90s art. Uh, like I love yeah. Spawn, but the first I don't know, like eighty or issues has that that real oh. '90s '90s artwork, which I don't really care for. I guess because I I came in after you know all that was. It's kind of like it just appears old to me, you know. But uh, but yeah. So <laughs> you have to let me know. There you go, David. Hating on a lady superhero book. Oh, this is a bad yeah, yeah. book. <laughs> <laughs> oh god come on man come on yeah, see i love lady superheroes man I, I, he does. that's they, mostly all i get now dude you honestly girls that are that are great looking and kick butt they win-win honestly yeah you haven't got a chance to like show all that that side of yourself yet david <laughs> but he, david is very much into the female characters and the female driven stories so uh yeah i can't wait to get some more of your your opinions in the future but right on there we go, guys. That is your new comic book day chatter. Hope there was some good stuff in there, stuff that you like, stuff you didn't like. Um, and uh, we're run we're running up on time here, so we're just gonna have a very quick little chat yeah, and just opinions. I want just real quick. Uh, the Snyder cuts came out last week. Justice League Snyder cut. Did we all watch it here? Yes, indeed. Yes. Yeah, I watched indeed. it like four or five times already. I think, man. Every time That's I get it, four or five times. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> Every time I get a chance, I'm putting it on and I'm watching it some in some kind of way. That's like two yeah. days worth of movies, man. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> it's a lot. Um, well, let's let's go around. So, David, what did you what did you think of the Snyder Cut, sir? I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I like the detail of the story. Um, it answered a lot of questions that I had from the first one. It, it just I don't know why they didn't do it to begin with and just do kind of like Avengers and just make it a two different movies. And then it would have been four hours, if not more. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, you know, my, my only, and I, I'm stretching when I try and find complaints for it. Um, but it was, it was a little bit, it was dark granted. And that's what he was shooting for. Right. Could it have gone a little bit less dark? Nah, maybe. And it's still been really good. Uh, and it just had a very sad theme. Um, like I said, I was telling Chris, like my wife kept, she wasn't watching it, but she was walking by when I was watching it. And one of her comments was, man, that's a sad movie. And <laughs> there was lots of yeah. like, just, just tones, Dark. music that was just very sad. Um, but, and even then I'm, I'm, I'm really stretching as far as complaining because that I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oscar. Yeah, this uh, I don't. I mean, obviously, I, you can always take out parts of a movie always to make it shorter. But yeah. I feel like as much as everybody wanted the Snyder cut, I feel like that shouldn't be a complaint. You know, everybody, of course, you know, four hours is a long time. But I, I loved it, man. The whole movie could have sucked. The whole movie could have been pure trash. But that last three minutes with the Joker and the Nightmare World, bro, that yeah. did it for me. I, I yeah. was just. In my, you know, I was just so excited to see that part of the movie, man. But, uh, but so much awesome, man. Yeah, the that back and forth with Joker, man, and, and Batman was just awesome. Really, really good stuff, man. So, uh, so, but, yeah. uh, so yeah, because yeah. that was one of your best parts that you really liked, because that was the parts I'm like, man, it was a little frustrating. Not not necessarily with the movie, but just knowing that it was set up so well to keep going. Uh -huh. 
at, at least as of right now, there's no plan on keeping going. But but you're right. It was really cool. It was like, oh, that'd be great to see. And then I started thinking about it, like, oh, man, they're not doing anything after this. Like, oh. I mean, they say that, but money money talks you know i mean i, I mean it, it's yeah. i feel like in in a different world you know without covid if this would have been in the theater i feel like it would make tons of money i really feel like this this type of movie could have easily competed with uh infinity war and, mm -hmm. and end game like this was a mag this was a great movie you know and, and uh, yeah. i i love the little things you know like like the flash was more serious which i really enjoyed i mean he had his yeah. his, his little quirkiness yeah. but but he was the man in this movie, you know. So, yeah. uh, and how they used him, you know, the when he's saving the rocks from hitting the people and it, that whole thing. I mean, I'm, I'm like sitting there, yeah. like, wow, like, you know, my mind's yeah. blown, you know. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I loved it, man. I, I thought it was so, so good. Um, I loved the character development, and yeah. I think as comic fans, we love to see that character development because uh, you go back, watch the uh, weed in cut, and you don't. Flash seems silly. He's you get all these stupid little moments, and you're like, "This is not the Flash." Yeah. But you mix that in, and you explain more of who the Flash is, um, and that's what what Snyder does. He goes in and he gives you explains his powers more. He does still has some little witty little moments and stuff, but it it feels more real, feels more natural. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, Cyborg gets a whole storyline in this movie, which yeah. was completely taken out of the. Uh, the Whedon cut and Cyborg is freaking awesome, dude. I loved yeah. it. I loved the whole storyline. I love, I loved him as a character. Um, great story. And so, and again, dark side as a villain, uh, adding that whole aspect of it on top of the Steppenwolf stuff that we, we only got Steppenwolf in that Whedon cut to add that layer in this. I was like, dude, um, Lena says, I'm definitely more sold on Ezra Miller as a flash. Totally changed my mind after watching it. I, same. Yeah. I did not like. I did not like Ezra. I thought I didn't like Ezra Miller as the Flash until yeah. this. Um, and then Adam says, "Dude, even Steppenwolf, the uh, Amazon battle was brutal. Throwing horses like cr crazy. Yeah, bro. When he amazing. grabbed all those all the horses by the and he just yeah. like, I was like, oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. I loved it. And it, it was long. Uh, yeah. It was definitely long. But again, said. like Adam. <laughs> It's like like Adam said, man. It's you're in the comfort of your home. You can pause yeah. it. You can you can go get a snack, get a drink, come back, take a nap, come back, whatever. You know, <laughs> uh, it's great. It's it's so good, man. And I again, just like you guys, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I like the ending yeah. sequence. The the one thing I will say, like kind of what you said, David, is you know what comes of this because it's like oh they just laid all this on us, and yeah. it's like. Now what? Like now we got to yeah. go back to these other, you know, crappy little well, movies yeah, exactly. that come out. You know, <laughs> I mean, they leave us with a what thirty second showing of Martian Manhunter. I mean, yeah. he's a heavy. He's a heavy hitter. Uh, they, I know. You know. I mean, like, how do you bring him in at the very end and then yeah. that's it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, man. Dude, yeah. um, one of my favorite scenes too is the whole bank scene with Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah. That they cut that down so much, but you see her powers and the like, just the whole scene, dude. With I was like, oh my god, dude, I freaking love Wonder Woman, dude. Like, it's just, it's incredible, dude. Um, uh, multi uh, restore the Snyderverse hashtag is at a million on Twitter. So I heard there was a, somebody talked to uh, Zack Snyder about the uh, if he would ever consider um, 
continuing his story with DC and he did not put it, uh, he, he didn't say he would not. He said, you know, he's working on a lot of other projects right now, but that if DC was ever interested, his, his ears are open is basically what he said. And now people from DC side, uh, I heard something just today that they were like, no, that this, you know, we wanted to do this for the fans and it's just not going to happen. Um, so, but again, nobody thought the Snyder cut would happen. And uh, that was, that was something that was just not going to happen, but enough fans poured in and this is what it brought. I think, well, maybe when they see the ratings on, you, you know, the ratings got to be out of the right. roof, um, with, with HBO yeah. max and, and they don't release those ratings. Like, like some of the other, like Netflix does sometimes, but I'm sure that they will let DC know and then we'll go from there, but I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed and I hope we get some more stuff on it. So I guess before we end the conversation, who's the better? Who's who's got the the cojones? You know, is it uh, Thanos or Darkseid? Who you got? No glove, mm. no gems. Oh, no straight, glove, yeah, no glove. Straight. Oh man, I don't know. I, man. Go, I don't want to. Darkseid, bro. He he seems legit. I want. I don't want to be like a victim of the moment because the movie was so good. That man, Thanos. When and I think I think back to. Um, I guess if we're talking just movies, um, I don't know. I, I guess I, I'd have to say Dark Side. But if we go comics, I think reading the Infinity Gauntlet yeah. and seeing what he does there, whew, you know? Well, I don't know. What do you think, David? Uh, it's like when you just match up two of the best either on. teams. They're good. On any given day, one will beat the other. Yeah. So they're just yeah. so it's so hard to tell because Thanos is he's 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 a real deal too. I I, I think we're kind of just caught up in the moment because we just watched it and it was a really great movie and he is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not by any means taking anything away because I I really liked it. And I really liked his character. But yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of the coin, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm gonna say Dark Side just because I I don't want multiverse to unsub it. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> she's, she's gonna unsub us if we say Thanos. Everybody's the same way, though, man. Thanos gets yeah. trashed by Dark. Okay, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. Let's go, let's go, Dark. <laughs> oh man, but all together, man, loved it, man. I, I would love to do. I wish we could watch the movie with every, like the whole, you know, our whole Lost in Comics family, man. It'd be man, so that much would be fun. A party right there. Man. That would be a yeah. party, dude. So. All right, man. That was a lot of fun, guys. Um, Man, this was fun. But all three of us here, it was a good great time. time. Yeah. Very yes, good, man. Very nice. Thank you, guys. Of course, man. Let's do a favorite part. One of our favorite parts of the show here, bottom of the stack. These are books that we are looking forward to next new comic book day. I'll go first on this one since we okay. kind of let everybody else. Um, let's start off uh, Nuclear Family, issue number two. This is a second part. And very much looking forward to seeing what Stephanie Phillips, where she goes with this story. Um, Spawn issue number 316. I've been really enjoying what's going on over here. Um, uh, this is the next part of that series. And we got Man's World issue three. Man, we just had Victor Gishler on. Guys, if you missed the interview, go back, do the rewatch. It's so worth it. And this book, I'm telling you right now, if you're not reading this, you, you're totally missing out. This is one of the best comics, uh, action comics that we have read this year. Yeah. Uh, Man's World issue number three. Uh, I breathed a body issue number three, a great body horror comic uh, has a lot of social media and media um, type of uh, like 
core vibes going on there. Great book there. And then the last one is Department of Truth, issue number seven. So I love that. Oh. Oh, I'm loving that book. Have you you got the trade? Did you ever end up starting it, Oscar? I I did start it. I I dropped off again. I get issue okay. three or four. I think I still oh, gotta man. finish it. You know. Okay, but, uh, finish it, man. Yeah, and it just, yeah, the art is hard for you, right, to stay in it. Yeah. Is yeah. it the art it's, or is it's it? It's a like, complex comic book, man. That, that, yeah. I think it is the art. I, I I feel like I can't feel like for the characters. You know what I mean? I can't get invested yeah. with them, I guess. But um, but yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Oscar, what do some, you. I see some other pictures in here. Is that. Uh, that's that's David? David's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll go next. Uh, so I got uh, obviously the covers, guys. The covers that I thought would look pretty awesome for next week. I got the uh, Flash uh, 768, Ian nice. McDonald variant. Uh, I guess he got there, Wally there, and uh, nice wherever else. Uh, then Spawn three sixteen uh, cover C, Capullo uh, cover. That thing looks freaking awesome. Nice, Man. nice, right? Uh, I, <laughs> the Department of Truth uh, issue Ooh. seven, uh, Jiang exclusive, uh, wow. Virgin, the Virgin cover there. Um, if you're reading crossover issue number five, it's by Santa Funk okay. variant. Okay. Pretty cool there. And then last is uh Beta Ray Bill number one, Daniel Ooh. Warren Johnson variant. So that's nice. Yeah, I kind of like Ooh. that as well. So I like that. It's got like an old school feel to it, but also uh yeah, yeah, like ha ha cool. type of vibes on it. So yeah. very nice. David, what's her? What are you looking forward to next new comic book day? Uh let's see which which one do you have lined up for me? The I'll, 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 I'll uh I'll put them on as soon as I hear you what you're saying. Uh, cult cult of uh, Dracula, got that one there. All right, yeah. I'm looking. That one's uh, actually the other variant cover. Uh, is the one I'm actually really looking forward to. If you had seen it, it's a little, little more. Uh, I don't know, uh, eye catching, I guess. But uh, <laughs> interesting storyline. A little bit of a twist there on how they're going with the whole Dracula thing. I'm not usually uh, big on the vampires, but um, yeah, yeah, just want to check it out. Looks pretty cool. Let me know how you, if you like that or not, man, because uh, I love vampire and werewolf yeah. stuff. So, yeah, let me know. We'll do. We'll do. Uh, you got Silk. Again, yeah. Uh, it's got a first appearance uh, possibly coming up. Um, in that, I have not read any of the other ones before, so I'm looking forward to, to seeing this one and see how it is and just kind of checking it out. Uh, a little bit different take on the whole spider thing going on. So uh, I'm hoping that one's good. Uh, Curse of the Man thing. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, again, possibly another first appearance. I, I don't know a lot about the man thing, but that one uh, looks really interesting. Uh, it's got some really good covers on it, too. So looking forward to checking out that one. Um, let's see. What was the other one? Because one, I know you're going to, this is going to give me a hard time on. <laughs> I see. Uh, I see. Yeah, one. that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's actually in two weeks from now. Um, <laughs> myself, I realized that about 30 minutes before the show, but I oh, okay. run with it. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> and then, yeah, it's Beta Ray, uh, just Ray like Ray you. Ray. Yeah, looking forward to that one. That's a cool cover, too. Yeah. That is cool. That is cool. Uh, this, got yeah, this I just want to mention. The yeah, oh, there we go. There we go. Right. I want to mention just one more that I am looking forward to, guys. This is uh, Invincible <laughs> Issue 1. 
this is uh, uh, this is a brand new comic series coming out, guys. Robert Kirkman on this yeah. thing. So uh, I'm way behind our uh, head, man. I'm working on this thing, man. Oh my god! You, you guys are the pros, man. I'm still trying to figure this out. Oh, dude, no, no, bro, I'm, I'm far, I'm it. far from it, man. But that, oh uh, shoot, that's good stuff, man. Um. Guys, if you joined the chat late or if you're watching this and you for some reason missed the first half, uh, we had an announcement earlier, and it is that we are having a Lost in Comics exclusive variant cover drawn by Carl Mostert, and that will be on Duplicate issue number one coming out from Second Sight Publishing. So that would be uh, that's going to be a one in 50 variant. So there's only 50 available. Make sure, guys, that you message us on Twitter or Instagram, wherever you follow us, and make sure that you do your pre-order now. Because they are going to go fast, I'm sure. I already had. I'm looking at some of our messages in my inbox, and we're already getting a lot of messages. Um, the creator asked if she herself could have a few, so she messaged us as well. So, guys, make sure that you that you do that. If you want it signed, put that in the message too, and Oscar and I will even sign the inside the book if you want. Because I just saw Adam said right there, oh. I want mine signed by you guys. Are you serious? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you even more, Adam. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna give you my DNA in there. <laughs> you very special. You, you don't want to know from I'm gonna, I want to give you a piece of my DNA, Adam, because I, I feel like we need to be brothers for life, man. So, oh, man. <laughs> but there you have it, guys. Make sure you you message us so we can get uh, reserve you a copy because they're gonna go fast. Twenty bucks a piece plus shipping and handling. Uh, so send us a message and we'll make sure that you get yours pre-ordered. Great show, guys. Man, show, issue man. sixty-seven. That is That's a wrap. It's a great wrap. time. We appreciate everybody in the chat. Guys, make sure you like the video. Please like it now if you forgot. And we're almost at 1,000 subs. We didn't even mention that, but we have we have a, we have a giveaway. They're giving at 1,000 subs. We're with 28 subscribers away. So uh, make sure you tell everybody. Man, I loved having you back, Oscar. Yeah, Such a was, great time. A blast, yeah. Man, nice. I want to miss you next week, though, but yeah. Well. Nah. You'll be, I'm going to get you back, bro. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, all right, like guys. Little, like a little puppet and be like, talk like, talk like <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah. right here, Adam. LOL, blood or pee or whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna it tell you, bro. Whatever. Yeah, it might be in that whatever category. So, uh... <laughs> all right, guys. We love you guys. We appreciate you, and we'll see you next week on issue 68 of Lost in Comics. Peace. Peace.